Hey, everybody. We just want to say thank you to everyone that supported us in 2023. We're looking forward to 2024. Please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash New Rory Mall. We have merch available at NewRoryMall.com, as well as sketches on our YouTube page, live mm-hmm. performances, whole bunch of stuff. That's right. 2024, uh, 2020 more, Rory. Yeah, more of 2024, more. More Rory Mall. More of more. Ram, I got nothing really at that point. 2024. Also wanted to update our longtime listeners that Eden is no longer with the pod, but we wish him the absolute best. We love Eden. We thank him so much for everything that he did with the pod. Love you. Thank you for everything you did, everything you brought to us, Eden. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you soon. No worries, I'm warning you, sweetie, y'all can't beat me. You'll see when you meet me. And I'ma say it real clear so you niggas understand. Fuck the young guns and both of your fans. Somebody in your camp should have told you to stop it. And now you two rappers getting fucked by a cop. Welcome back. 2024. 2020 more. To see you. 2020 more. It's great to see you. Happy New Year to everyone. I haven't uh, seen you in a year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been it's been a year since we've seen each other. Well, not bad, a bad out the gate. Sorry. All but, year. Oh, for one. Oh, for one. Off the backboard. <laughs> First shot of the year. Listen, man, I, I've been trying to stay off social media for like a couple of days, but I, I peaked in the last two days. 24 is starting crazy. Of course. I just want y'all to know it's some crazy shit going on already in 24. Oh, this is the this is the year. I, like whatever the Bible says at the end, I think that this is the year now. But you know why I like that? <laughs> this is this is it. Like, I, who's what, ready for the last the year of existence? The end, you know, uh, Seth Rogen did a movie about it. The Rapture. <laughs> they said this is it, twenty twenty four. Yeah, this is it. This is the last year, hundred percent. Oh, so we can get our shit off all year then. You thought COVID was crazy? Yeah, let's get our shit off all year. Well, let's yeah. make it to June. Then we could, you know, scale, figure things out, and then go nuts. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Don't welcome just start back, fucking hookers now. No, no, no. Definitely not doing that in 24. But welcome back. It's good to see everyone. Um, thought about you guys a lot over the break. Did you? Yeah. Good like, thoughts. Wonder what everyone's doing, where everybody's at with their family and their friends oh, right please. now. Oh, please. I don't yeah. know if I'm if I'm snitching, but every time I called Maul over the break, he was driving. Like, I could actively hear him in the car making, like, legal turns with the blinker, mm, putting his yeah. windshield wipers on. I think he saved a pit bull. Or something? I did. At some point? No, All no, no. This is I happening saved, when we're on the phone. I saved a poodle from a pit bull attack. Mm. I did. I was driving down the block, and a lady jumps out in the street from, like, in between two parked cars. I almost hit the lady. So, you know, I'm ready to curse her out. It's like a, a, a young white girl. I'm like, what the fuck? So she had, like, her hands down, but obviously I'm in the car. I couldn't see what she had in her hand. She was kind of bent over. So when I finally saw it, she had her dog. A pit bull was attacking her dog. She had, like, a little white, like, a poodle or something. So then she picks her dog up and has her dog on her shoulder. Mm. So once I see the pit bull, I was like, damn, I wanted to kind of hit the pit bull. Yo, but it was so close to the lady, I would have had to hit the lady too. You gotta let gentrification take its course. (laughs) Like you gotta let life balance everything. Yeah, but I didn't want to see the The white girl and poodle needs to get mauled by the uh I didn't I didn't want to see that. So I I just laid on the horn thinking the horn would scare the dog. Yeah, right. Mm. Just scared the poodle more. Yeah, that was like that didn't help. Nothing eases a dog like a horn in its ear. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I just that really calms a pit bull down. Yeah, I was I was I was I don't know, man. I just I started acting like a Kyle. That's like the white version of a Karen. You were I could hear you on the phone. Like, put that on a leash, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, like, I've never even Because then the owner of the pit bull comes and he has this slow, stupid, like trying to cool run. And he has the leash around his neck. So I'm like, wait, the leash is on your neck, but not your dog's neck. <laughs> Kinky. Yeah, yeah. So then so then she's, you know, he finally got a hold of the pit bull and the, the, the girl was like all crying and everything. She's like, I need your information. I need your information. She was on the phone with the cops and everything. And oh, apparently that dude in that neighborhood, he has that has happened with that dog before. So 
that dog might be put down. Like, because somebody else told me on the block, they was like, yo, he always walking that pit bull without a leash and has done that before. Something tells me that guy doesn't have valid information to give to that woman. I no. don't think they're going to find him. Unless, but he obviously lives he in that neighborhood. Wanders so around. if the cops see him, they're probably going to take the dog from him. But I hate people like that because I'm so Same. pro pit bull. Um, I have a bully and it's like, Leash your dog because no matter what, even if you think your dog's trying to play, people are terrified of your dog, yeah. and your dog will suffer the repercussions because you don't know how to be a responsible you're not a good owner. owner. Your dog will I hate be put that. down because you're not a good owner. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Well, I mean, after the whole dog debacle, the first thing I was thinking was, oh, Maul must have a new girlfriend because he's just driving someone else's car. That only happens when you get, like, you're in that is honeymoon that, flirting phase when you can borrow her car. Is that what happens? Yeah. What were you driving around in, Mall? What was the car? Like, before she finds out you're a piece of shit. Like, you can just take her car and do whatever you want. Before she finds uh, out you're taking her car to see other bitches, you can drive her yeah. car around. Mm. That's or young, or that's other dogs. But that's young shit, though. Like, young, People young do people. that? But it was the holiday yeah. break. I feel like no one's really Jesus. responsible for anything they do between Christmas and New Year's. Like, that break of we just don't even know what day it is. Mm-hmm. I think you're allowed to do whatever you want. Like, including okay. taking her car to go fuck other women. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's not way me, that's like way me. out of my life. I don't move like that. That's sick. To do that now is crazy. Like I would never do that. Now when I was twenty five, oh, I was getting that off. I was like, yo, you going to work? I'll drop you off. Don't worry about it. And then go to shorty or the other chick crib all the time. That's so what, crazy. what were you doing? Like what other activity could you be doing? You Uber eats your smoothies. Like where were you driving? What were you doing? I was driving uptown. I was going like looking mm. at new places. I'm moving. I was, mm. you know, doing things like that. Got you. Yeah. Uh, didn't I tell you that on the phone? Yeah, but like that's not fun. He act like I didn't tell him what I was doing. <laughs> that's not fun for I told him what I was doing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at new places and shit. I'm trying to move. Why are you I trying to move? maybe she was back in town for the holidays and you had to go link her. No. Why are you trying not. to move, Ma? Why? Yeah. Um, Just Locks to a hot. different location. Just a different area. Um, The building I'm in now, is, it's cool, but they're building like a new tower. Mm. So most of their attention and focus is on getting that tower up. So like the building I'm in is just not... They just really don't care about what's going on no more. Like the response time to getting things fixed, things like that is like you got to keep emailing and shit. So I'm just like, all right, I'm out of here, man. And they're gonna lie to you. I, when I was living in Journal Square in Jersey City, had the greatest view, and then they just built a tower right in front of me. They were like, construction will be from nine to five, just Monday through yeah. Friday. That shit was six no. a.m. to ten p.m. Yeah, Monday through Sunday. I was staring at fucking construction workers waving at me. Yeah, like face to face. Yeah, so it's, it's just it's, it's just rough. that that thing, and I'm just like, uh, let me just go. And then uh, since I've lived where I am now, some newer buildings have gone up, like some nicer buildings and things like that. So I'm just moving, just a different location, different building. I like it. Well, how was uh, your holiday otherwise? Holiday was, was holiday was cool, man. Saw the family for a few. Um, saw some friends that, that had moved out of New York. They were back in town for the holidays, so I caught up with some of my friends that I grew up with. I haven't seen in a little minute, so uh, did that. But that was it. I kept it kind of cool. I didn't really do too much. Kept it. Kept it chill. I didn't really do too, nothing too crazy. So you celebrated White Jesus in the best way possible. I like it. Yeah, uh, this Christmas was. I don't know, man. I don't. Is it a thing as you as you get older? Just the holidays just nah, seem a just, little. There's been no snow in two years. Yeah, we're supposed to get our first snowstorm. Not to make this local this weekend. Yeah, uh, I feel like they put up the decorations three weeks later than they used to. It's just not really a, a thing. Yeah. the way it was. It, it just doesn't feel like the holidays don't feel the same the older you get. This was the first one that felt that way for me in a while. Obviously, because it was Amara's first well, yeah. Christmas and family was there. It was mm-hmm. great that like. You know, all attention just went to Amara, and I could just she skate out to the side. Like, I don't even smoke weed, and I was like, "Oh, let me just go outside and puff," just because like I'd never had this time this year. Yeah, to just mm-hmm. all eyes are just on Amara, and I can walk away. Yeah, so that was great. Um, shout out to White Jesus for being born on December twenty fifth. That is a fact. Factual, um, actual. Look it up. But yeah, it was a good holiday. How about you guys? 
family. Didn't do much. Mm-hmm. Upstate just, representatives. You guys probably had snow, right? No. no. There was no, smart ass. Literally nothing. I was walking around in a hoodie. Yeah. It's to your point. It's sad. Like it's not what it used it's to not, be. It just doesn't. I don't. It's. I'm gonna just say it's getting older. Like as the older you get, just the holidays just don't. Unless you have like a, a young I child, have a niece. A baby. She's into it, but like she's she's ten. She's, she's smart. She's just a niece, though. You know, <laughs> no, but like, it's like she, a once a year. It's thing. like she gets the fun of like the holiday spirit per se, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a Christmas. I think she just loves when everyone, the family's all together. Yeah. We yeah. watch Harry Potter. I've mm-hmm. been, I'm, I'm back. I've, I've been rewatching the Potters. Mm-hmm. I did the Harry Potter experience with her at Herald Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, she came into the city with my sister in law. We did, we did that. It was really cool. Um, check it out. Yeah. I watched the uh, the ball drop. Uh, was it Ryan Seacrest? Of course, yeah. Uh, and I was looking at just like the way just just outside of Times Square looked, and even that didn't look the way it used to. Like they have it very section; it's all sections now. Mm-hmm. Like they, I guess, security measures. Well, they were they, worried this year about the protests. What protests? The uh, pa- uh, Palestinian um, support protests. Oh, okay. Because even during that. the Macy's Day Parade, there were like extreme cutaways of are like, they still people so, are like they still blocking. You yes. don't even hear about that no more. Yeah, I mean, well, well, no, that's killed well, twenty thousand. Oh, they deleted Sean King's account. <laughs> That's why you talk about that. Anyway. Yeah, if the you watch climate the news, change, you thought you the war was yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're still actively protesting. Especially downtown. Yes. Well, I did see that uh, as a result of the protests because people were protesting Starbucks. Yes. Uh, uh, in support of Palestine. And uh, Starbucks reportedly lost $11 billion already. It's like when you misplace 20 bucks in a different jacket for them. No, no, no. But I don't think like, you understand. I, I'm, glad, this, I'm glad it affected no, 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 them. No, 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 no. I fully I support no, 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 the, no, 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 the protest. No, 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 no. Y'all just glad. But, that number, y'all just not. $11 billion they lost. Okay. It is an impact. But, but to Rory's point, it doesn't affect the bottom line. Bro, listen to him. No, it affected them. Because the CEO came out. The CEO came out and called for a ceasefire. That was. So it affected somebody. The CEO of Starbucks came out and was like, you know what? We need to stop this. Like, we should stop. Like. Because <laughs> y'all acting like 11 I get it $11 billion to Starbucks Doesn't sound like much to us He walked down and said Why can't we all just get yeah, along Yeah the CEO yeah. came out we're And said Listen we need a ceasefire Like you saw they were They were giving out Free hot chocolate They were trying My mom called me Because my mom I think she might have She might have missed this story But she hit me And was like Oh Starbucks is giving out Free hot chocolate And I was like Fuck Starbucks She was like yeah. why And then I explained She goes oh yeah Now it makes sense Why they're doing that But Fuck that's that. only is, is that Is that because I, I didn't read too much into it, but is it the 11 billion over the year or just the fourth quarter? Because I feel like people just started boycotting Starbucks like the last fourth three quarter. months. Yeah, I think it's probably the fourth. That's quarter. insane that they lost that in just one. It was like quarter. a three month impact, probably two three months, because the incident. Yeah, October seventh was when the attack happened at the festival. So then I think yeah, since probably late October. Good, was, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad people got together and did that and, and boycotted something and stood behind it. Yeah, I don't want to downplay it. I'm glad to see that it hit happened. But I mean, do you think these CEOs get that like over dramatic about stuff like this? Because it does pass. Like they've been boycotted before. Yeah, but uh, they've never. I don't think Starbucks like, has ever lost 11 billion in a quarter. Remember, like, Chick Fil A is still standing on business. I every Sunday walk past. Well, it's harder. To, it's harder to give up chicken than it is to give up a latte. Like you can give up, you can you can't give up chicken. And you it's think hard. one one community is supported better than the other? Oh, absolutely. You know that. 
You know what I mean? Like Chick-fil-A, they can stand on business because it's like, yo, y'all got to come get this chicken. You know what I'm saying? You can go oh, get no, I was coffee. talking about gays versus Palestinians. Oh, I know yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah. Now you made it a black thing and <laughs> I didn't want to go there. No, I made it okay. a chicken thing. That's all. Let me, I do want to clarify on what Maul said, just for people who are, um, like myself, who are boycotting Starbucks. The CEO of Starbucks did not call for a ceasefire. Oh, he did? He said... We stand, everybody knows our values. We stand for humanity. I don't know Starbucks values. You that's can't tell me everybody knows. Exactly. That's like a Trump statement. Everybody knows. Oh, so he did, knows. So he wants to shoot yeah. into continue. What's your favorite no, verse No, but in the he Bible? just says All we stand them. for humanity. <laughs> he did not call openly for a ceasefire. That, oh, is, that's, that did not happen. The, so if you are boycotting Starbucks, continue. If he called that. for a ceasefire, then his investors would back out. That, yes. That's you how know, they would That's how that it. works, yes. Yeah. You know how sick that is to just not be able to say, hey, everyone stop murdering each other. Stop it. Yeah, I think that's just a human thing to do. Like, I don't care what side of politics or religion that you're on. Just stop killing people. Like, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in, whatever God you believe in, cool. Stop killing people. I think that's just a simple human thing to do. I don't care what your profession is, how much money you're losing, or how much money you're making. Just stop killing people. I think that's pretty simple. Um, well, I'm glad you got all that from watching the ball drop. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's going to sound like a little fucked up, and I I don't really mean this. But, like, if something bad were to happen, because it's kind of inevitable in America that eventually bad things take place. Oh, a school yeah. shooting why, is coming. Why can't it that? happen oh, yeah. at, like, school, I mean. the people that waited at 5 a.m. to get through those gates to go stand there till midnight in Times Square? Like, if we're going to have to have tragedies, why can't it happen with people that do things like that? Rory. Mm. So you want people in time? I don't want anyone to die. I want ceasefire everywhere. Yeah. But if it has to happen, like I'd mm. rather it be the people that wait at 5 a.m. to watch a ball drop at midnight than, than children that could potentially have a good future. Because I feel like the people that did that, your future's done. You've made a decision of who you are as a person, <laughs> and you don't contribute too much because yeah. you're there at 5 a.m. waiting to watch a ball drop in Times Square mm -hmm. so Ryan Seacrest can be Seacrest. like, make some noise. And yeah. like. That person, I want. I don't want harm to them. I just want something to happen. But you like if, if we were had to do a hypothetical stat chart and like some people had to go, yeah, yeah, let it be those. It's like the food pyramid. Like the greater, like those people are disposable. But with that said, I don't want anyone harmed. But if someone were had had to be harmed, it like gun to your head, yeah, I I'm, yeah, I'm over the kids, head. over the children. They're our future. Waiting in line. See, I caught like the half era where you could just buy shit online when i was younger you had to wait in line i can't remember waiting for something extremely stupid ever to be quite honest i was never like a line person yeah i don't i can't remember like waiting in line for something dorney park i waited in line to go down a fucking five second water slide yeah that's for like 30 minutes you know it's funny i got a cut full circle mall and i waited in line for like an hour and a half two hours for the original starbucks in seattle we did it was wasn't a, it wasn't that long though. It wasn't an hour and a half. An hour, probably. I don't know. It was a while. It, I think it may have been like 40, 40 minutes. We I were socialized because we was kind of yeah, but we were kind of like you're surprised. making a statement. Yeah, we were kind of oh. surprised that the line <laughs> moved. We were kind of surprised that the line moved that that fast because I remember saying like we were standing and looking. I'm like, I don't want to wait on this line. Yeah. And then like we saw how it started moving. I was like, all right, I guess because it was a grab right. and go. It wasn't like a hangout yeah. Starbucks. And that's only because I wanted someone. I had to, I had to see that because I could not believe that. That line was for that star. Like I'm telling you, that is a dope spot. I, I've seen dope spots in my life. There's nothing in there. Yeah. There's only thing behind the register at the Starbucks in Seattle. The first Starbucks are boxes of merch stacked to the ceiling. 
There's no way to sit. There's no there's no food. It's strictly liquids. It's only tea, <laughs> coffee, lattes, and then get the fuck out. Did and you- on a slow year in the pandemic, they made thirty two million dollars at that store. That's yeah. crazy. They're clearing thirty grand a day. That's off, off, I'm sure the thinnest the cotton t shirts you could think of. There's n- there's nothing in there. Bro. They sell tote bags, mugs, and like uh, commemorable Dope. cubs cups. That's it. So yeah, I waited online. That was, but that was that was the last time I remember waiting in line was yeah. with you. So yeah. that was it. I used to right, wait well, in after line. The people that wait in line for the ball to drop. Number two is the Starbucks line. You guys, you guys are number two on my list of, of who can go. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wait at Borders for the new Harry Potter books to drop. I had a joke, but I was just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave that. I one. thought you were about to say yeah. something else. I'm like, just leaving that joke like, on the table. I, weren't you born here? Like, why are you waiting at Borders? Not overshooting this this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you waited at Borders, the bookstore. Yes. To for a Harry Potter book. At when they used to drop at midnight. Yeah. So you like a real nerd? Like that's some yeah. nerd oh, shit. Oh, I'm a complete nerd. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. full yeah. robe on, drew the fucking thing on my forehead. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those. I don't think it was that far. You I'm put sorry. a sign on you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you draw it yourself? Did was it backwards? My mom in the helped me, but yeah, I was a full nerd. Yeah, glasses and all. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like it gave you powers? You definitely tried to levitate some shit. Oh no! Like I after Matilda, <laughs> I definitely believed that I had the ability. I just had not unlocked it. Damaris yet. put a hot pocket in the microwave and was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yo, that's how I know my ADHD was actually real when I was a kid." Because I watched Matilda too, like everyone else. And the message in that was: the more you fucking learn and read. You can pick shit up with your mind. And I thought that was the coolest thing. So after I saw the movie, I bought into the thing. And I went to read. After like five minutes, I was like, fuck this. This is not worth picking stuff up with my mind. No way I'm reading as much as Matilda was. I've never way seen Matilda. Never watched it. You've never seen Matilda? Well, it was past. I loved her in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I loved that little girl, Mrs. Doubtfire. She did a great job. Yeah, I think it was kind of like past years. It was 96. So yeah, you were, definitely wasn't you were flipping Matilda. stuff at that point. You were making your own magic. I was in school. High school. Oh, blue magic. 96. Blue magic. I wasn't making blue magic. You were definitely with some girl's kid watching Matilda. No, it was As not. a stepdad in high school. In you, 96. Think, <laughs> you think I was ever a stepdad? Yeah, he was like Pac and Juice. <laughs> Just with the older woman. Or not Pac, talk, it, was, it was Q. Yeah, we don't talk about that enough, though. I, tr- I, tried, I tried to before, and you guys laugh me out every time I talk about sexual abuse to younger men. <laughs> <laughs> but was it sexual Every time sorry. I bring that up, you guys laugh me out. Yes, that was illegal and gross in Juice, that Q was <laughs> fucking with a grown-ass woman when he was in high school. No, but what if she was just like two years older than him? Like, what if he was 18, she, like a she senior? She had been married and divorced. Yeah, but You need like, time for that. Yeah, but what if she was like 22? Gross. And he was 18. He wasn't 18. He was, he was a senior. Oh, they were seniors. Yeah, still, man, it was still, still gross. gross. But okay, there's some some gray area well, we know in the a, '90s at that time. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but it's a difference when the when the dude is younger and the girl is older, though. It's a difference. And then like her ex husband tried to get this, some shit off. What what happened to real names? What's cute? Like, <laughs> oh, this is a, a child is in your house. Maybe you should focus on his age, and not his name. And he's sleeping with your ex wife. <laughs> you talk. You worried about his name? <laughs> Q is the least of the problem in this scenario, guys. Yo, um, shout out to Omar Epps. He texted me over the break, too. He said he got Omar Epps. <laughs> I'm sorry. He he's, he's a fan of the pod. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. I love Omar. Yeah, that's my get, guy. Get he said he's still coming by because like, he was supposed to come by uh, and kick it with us uh, last year. But he said yeah. he'll be back in New York top of February. So I look forward to that. I, I yeah, I want to talk to him about his that role in, uh, in uh, Raising Canaan, man. He, he getting some sick shit off this season in Raising Canaan. I mean, look at the abuse he went through early on. Yeah. And it's a role in there where it's kind of like what he had to face in Juice, 
like he's now on the opposite side of that. Like mm. what Q did to Raheem, he kind of did. I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but he's kind of in that situation on the reverse side now. Someone someone dug up a recent photo of uh, Joey Badass and Puff, and then someone retweeted and said, no wonder 50 killed him off in one season. <laughs> Who, Joey Badass? Yeah, because he, he just died in Raising Kane. But he's been in a few seasons. He but why he just, just r- randomly dies the day he takes a photo with Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> just that day? People, the day yo, he people takes will a photo connect with Diddy. the dumbest shit, man. <laughs> he said 50 saw that and went right to his typewriter. Right to the script. Kind of, <laughs> You're out of here. That is what 50 would do, though. Oh, 100%. Like that's not beyond. But that's not what he did. We know that. That's no, not but it's funny. It's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Rory, you brought up um, when you did our, your live Discord chat yesterday, you brought mm. up your acting. I mean, we'll talk more about that Discord in a second, but would you ever act in a show like that if given the Raising opportunity? Gale, of course, yeah. absolutely. I would love to do that. I would audition, take it extremely seriously. I would try to method act, like whatever people need me to do. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, method act? Well, I mean, mm. who, who in Raising Canaan? Like, what's a crazy role that I could method act? You just got to, um, like, go to the Chet Hanks school of acting. I feel like that would be, that's I the mean, lane. Just run down something and rob any liquor store I see. Not I mean, yeah, but it's you're kind of easy to spot in the hood though. Which uh, I mean, people know me on something. He looks undercover though. People Which would actually suck too because you know, I get caught pretty easy. Yeah. What was that celebrity that got caught stealing in like a sex shop or some spot and was like, "Oh, I was doing it for a role." It was like a famous actress. This is a, a long time ago though. In the sex store. If you can get that off, like. Oh, I was just method acting. I have a role coming up, so I pretended to steal stuff. Bradley Cooper? No, I think it was a woman. Well, it was he, a really long time. Apparently, he stole a vibrator. I admit. I Bradley Cooper I stole it. a vibrator? <laughs> yeah, guys. Let this cash Rocket. Was he st- Wait, Bradley Cooper stole a vibrator? I just Googled celebrity caught stealing in sex shop, and Bradley Cooper's name is all over this. <laughs> all right, wait a minute, though. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Listen, man. Ask Cat Williams. I'm sure he'll tell you what ritual it was for. I don't, yeah. You know what, Rory? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I was just trying to see if this was real. This Bradley It's Cooper. real. It's we, 15 right. articles on if, it. If Ludacris is in the Illuminati, then Bradley Cooper's in the Illuminati. A Ludacris is not. <laughs> I met Bradley Cooper. Tell us more. Rory. Mm, no, I, no, I did a fitting for uh, Gigi Hadid owns a uh, cashmere clothing brand, and I did a fitting for them. Oh, and well, they were having for you. Yeah. yeah, they were having a meeting, and I walked in on the meeting. And it was very awkward because it was like, a Illuminati the- meeting. No, there was no. Oh. They were like, "Who?" The-? It was like a "Who the fuck are you?" kind of thing. Oh, yeah, like, you guys booked me. We're yeah. like, "What is? Why are you here?" It was very. It was weird. Okay. I tried on some sweaters and left. What, what did uh, <laughs> he tried on sweaters? What did Brad think? Of my sweater, of yeah. the sweaters. It's the fittings are weird because like there's not much talking. They just put clothing on you, measure you, and then you just get sent out. No, oh, so they sexually assault you, make Brad- you get naked. But Bradley Cooper's there. Yeah, yeah. It was Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid. This is, is the yeah humili- humiliation. Can't even speak ritual that Kid Cudi had to do. Just <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> what was playing? Pull up that Kid Cudi tweet. Over the holiday break, somebody put up Cudi in a dress and was like, this is his ritual that he has to humiliate himself on stage. And I just thought it was funny that Cudi went to explain, like, no, nah, I just, I just like I just dresses, threw the, I threw the dress on? <laughs> yeah, like, that, <laughs> has nothing, dresses, that had nothing to do with nothing. I just threw a dress on that day. I, I respect might... that, though, sometimes. Like, when, when, when the celebrities come out and just clear certain shit up, like, no, nah, just, mm. it's not what it was. Well, I'm curious... The clearing up that and PR storm that's gonna 
happened after this Cat Williams interview. Listen, Cat Williams sat down with uh, Shannon Sharp uh, for an episode of Club Shay Shay. Mm. Um, and it, it went all over the place. It, people were sending clips to my phone. And I will say this, though. Uh, everything that Cat Williams was saying in one of those clips about Steve Harvey, that was the first time I watched a clip that was that long from front to end. Like, I never watched a full clip uh, that was that long. That clip, The clip might have been four minutes. Of, of what? Uh, Cat Williams talking about uh, Steve Harvey. Oh. Yeah, this mm-hmm. happened so fast on the internet that I actually went to YouTube and ended up catching the episode while it was still on the YouTube premiere. That's how fast this, like, took yeah, off online. It, it, it went everywhere. Now, I, I will say this. I watched, uh, I didn't watch the entire episode yet. Well, I got through, like, more than half of it. Mm. Um, while I do believe Cat Williams on a lot of the things that he's saying, mm-hmm. uh, it's some things in there that is, like, just Cat getting into his bag and just going, getting his shit off. Like, uh, Cedric's, uh, he said something about Cedric's uh, stand-up uh, shows are not available on Netflix or Tubi. They're on Netflix. Uh, you can definitely find... Cedric's uh I don't know about all of them but there's a there is one on Netflix that you can't find. Um but I do understand Cat what he's saying. He he he's saying that there is if you're not a part of the the crew that everybody loves each other and gets along and you don't buy into certain things, then you're on the outside looking in. I do believe that that part is true because we've seen uh perfect examples of it throughout the years. You know some people that are not just allowed in the club Mm. Um, and I do believe Cat Williams is one of those people. Cat is definitely talented. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his specials came out a few years ago while we were doing an episode, and we talked about it. And we had said like, "Yo, Cat, low key, it. his standups are are dope. Like he has three that are like, yo, he killed those. But people don't, for whatever reason, talk about Cat Williams as much." Um, in those conversations when you talk about the top comedians, the top comedic actors. Uh, he obviously has a classic role in Friday After Next with uh, Money Mike. But outside of that, people don't really look at Cat Williams as a great comedic actor or an actor. But he is uh, a great comedian. Uh, he has some great stand-ups. But a lot of the stuff that they talked about was interesting. Um, him saying that Cedric the Entertainer stole one of his jokes. Did Shannon Sharp talk once? <clears throat> it, I love yeah. Shannon Sharp and I, and I love the club. But I, you Shay, know what? Shay, he is a great interviewer. But there's just some people like a Cat Williams. You just let him go. For three hours, you could literally just give facial reactions. Like You you throw out a question, and he's going to answer that, but then he's going to parlay that into something else that you weren't even going to ask. So I think Shannon Sharp did a great job at like, okay, he got something to get off his chest. And it was in response because uh, Steve Harvey had been on Club Shay Shay, I believe, right? He sat down with Shannon Sharp. Cedric the Entertainer has sat down with shit. So Cat was saying, I'm only speaking about these guys because they came on this platform Mm -hmm. and spoke my name. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm coming up here being malicious and just, you know, wanting to spew venom and things like that. They spoke my name on this platform, so now I'm here, and now I'm going to tell you the things that they said that were lies, and I'm going to tell you the truth. So I respect that part of it. Now, I, I do believe that Cat, you know, he said he wasn't he wasn't drunk. He only had one sip. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna say he was drunk, but I do believe that he had some things internally uh, that he was waiting to get off his chest, and it just turned into a, a super super viral episode. I mean, this is if you've been following Cat, even if you haven't been following Cat Williams, like remember early TMZ video days? Yeah, this is who Cat has always been, just in long form. When TMZ used to run down on him for like two minute videos, he would say some of the wildest shit ever like, mm-hmm. in regards to other comedians, Illuminati shit, the the club that you're 
referring to mm -hmm. things that were going on in his career. He just got three hours of a platform yeah. to talk in front of a fireplace. Mm -hmm. This isn't like Cat just doing some clout chasey shit. This is who he's been mm -hmm. and who he said he was always going to be. Yeah. So I can see people picking apart certain lies. I thought this was just a great masterclass of entertainment where there is truth. There's probably some lies in there too. There's humor. There's anger. There's bitterness. Mm -hmm. There's things that other people can't say because one, they're not as big or they are as big but are in this club mm -hmm. and can't get this type of shit off. Mm -hmm. So when he first started, we can start with the Cedric one. I thought Cat was just being Cat. When people do wrong by him, he's usually funnier in his response. Absolutely. And he brought up what, you know, I had to look at the facts as well. It does appear like Cedric took this joke. Mm -hmm. So that's out the gate. But from there, he went fucking crazy. Can we pull up the list? The Cedric shit, I mean, did y'all care too much about the Cedric part? Uh, no. I mean, joke stealing in the comedic world is is, is something that is an absolute no-no. We know that. Uh, we know enough comedians. Um, that's something that you just don't do. And then if you do it and then apologize and then say, uh, you know, uh, you go back on another platform and basically, because I think he, he went back and said that uh, he didn't steal it or whatever. It's like, all right, bro, like we spoke about this. You know you did. Like, and now you're saying that you didn't do it. Yeah. So I think in that world, you can understand how that is something that's frowned upon upon comedians because it's a very competitive world. Um, it's kind of like if a rapper doesn't write his own rhymes. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing in, in the comedic world. It's like, that's not your that's not your bar. That's not your line. Like, you didn't write that. So well, let me reword what I was saying at first, because this was the first clip I saw. And I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy that Cedric got caught stealing a joke. I didn't know that there was three hours left of insanity that makes the Cedric shit look like who cares at this point. Right. Well, he also mentioned he won an award in his career, Cat Williams. It was called like the Cedric the Entertainer thus and such award that Cat ended up winning. Mm -hmm. And they kind of talked about like the hypocrisy of that. Mm -hmm. Like the joke was kind of like a reasoning to go down. I mean, he was taking shots at all of them, but like he was saying the hypocrisy of someone that's like stolen a joke, been on record admitting stealing your joke, <laughs> apologizing to you, but it's still the person that's in the position of like power to present an award to someone that they've been. And it was interesting because it seemed from. like a lot of that uh smoke that he had for Cedric and, and, and Steve Harvey, he didn't he, he he said he loves uh he loves um Lori DL Hughes. Oh. DL uh, Hughes. Yeah. He said he, he loves DL Hughes. He had no smoke for him. But it seemed like a lot of the smoke he had for Cedric and Steve came for well definitely Steve came for uh, Steve's lack of respect and uh, support for Bernie Mac, because he was saying when they did, the, uh, he he thought that Bernie wasn't didn't deserve some of the roles he got. Uh, that he tried to even take uh, Bernie's role in Ocean's Eleven. Mm -hmm. He called and tried to get that part. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't think that Bernie should close the Kings of Comedy tour because I guess Steve it was his supposed to be his tour and he felt like he was the King of Comedy. Um, Steve, so Steve wanted to play more records from the seventies and dance instead much. of have Bernie Mac do great stand up. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then he spoke about Steve Harvey, <laughs> which was really interesting. And I never really looked at it like that until, and I don't know how, cause it was right in front of our faces all these years, how Steve Harvey basically stole Mark Curry's whole, uh, sitcom. uh epic sitcom yeah. thing with the mm -hmm. whole, you know, high school, uh, teacher, uh, that wears suits and, you know, has a high top fade and things like that. It's like, that's what the Steve Harvey show was. That's what hanging with Mr. Cooper was. It was the same type of basic, uh, basic show, which was interesting uh, to hear that. And I, I, I would, I, I believe, but I would like to see Mark Curry now 
on Club Shay Shay address a lot of that. Um, and this can kind of segue into the next part as far as the dresses and Kevin Hart. We will get to that. But do you think that was more of survival in the climate at the time? Like, for example, trying to get Bernie Mac's role in Ocean's Eleven. There was only so many roles available. I mean, even to this day, but even less back then for black actors. So you almost have to get in survival mode when there is only one role that could end up in a franchise movie that's that's around. Like Bradley Cooper can steal vibrators and there's a million roles for mm -hmm. Brad and his peers. Mm -hmm. There's only one that Bernie Mac Ocean's Eleven role, can you compare it to another franchise with the amount of actors that were in that as A-listers? And now you're in the same sentence as them, you're on the same level as them. That's a huge role for somebody. Yeah, but if you're I'm if, not saying it's it's not grimy. Yeah, but, but think if you're about my the, friend, the times. If you're my friend, like you don't call and try to I didn't get are they friends? Role. Bernie I, I Mac and Steve Harvey? I, I would assume knew. that they were friends. I think that's a a a, a, a safe assumption. It was but that why would you assume that though? Because I'm sure that people would assume that you're friends with people and your peers work wise that you're not friends with at all. So like why would you assume Yeah, but it's that different. It's different because Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac, I mean, they were we have enough footage of them on camera together, on stage together, where it seems like they had that type of relationship where it was like, yo, I love you, my boy, my brother. Like, I mean, now, away from it, I don't know. I can only go off of what we saw. That's why I said it's a safe assumption. Based on what I've seen with Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey, I think they had a pretty close, cool relationship. I don't think they had beef with each other. I don't think they had any hate or disdain for each other. Um, so if you call and try to get a role that somebody that you're cool and close with, and that one one of the your fellow kings of comedy. I set, uh, you know, a record tour with with comedy. I put comedy on that level together, and then you would try to take a role from him in Hollywood. I mean, I, mean, I, I see why Cat Williams spoke on that. Like, yeah, that was grimy of you, and why was it grimy? Because that was supposed to be a friend of yours. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but if we look at where Steve went with his career and where he wanted to go, being a middle America darling. What it seemed to be that that's his goal. He he's got there. Well, that's what see. And Cat Williams is saying that wasn't his goal. Cat Williams is saying no. You wanted to be the movie star. You just don't have that talent. Mm. And so that's what I'm saying. With that role is now you're next to Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, George Clooney, and yeah, that's that gets you into that world. And it, clearly, Steve loves that world because he has yet to leave it. He wants to be the Snoop Dogg of comedy. I think that's a pretty good comparison. Even though I don't think Snoop. Snoop just ended up being the darling. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he aimed for that. But I'm saying, like, but he wants to be yeah. that. I'm gonna just be real. I don't like Steve Harvey. Yeah. I, okay. I, I was. We were leaning toward he's that. Hit, he's hit or miss. I just with don't. Me. Nah, I, I don't, I don't I, particularly no, care too much. Nah. To I, I seen a, a clip when he sat down with Monique and she was talking about the whole. You know, when she was trying to stand up for, for you know, equal pay, equal rights when it came to black women in Hollywood and black comedians and things like that. And Steve Harvey said something about. You know, I, I you just got to do what you got to do. I just didn't like his stance on that. Like, you got to basically play the game and just shut up. Steve. That's not true, though. What we've seen, that's kind of been his strategy. Yeah, yeah and, but that's, I, I don't want to put on his jacket because I, I don't know him, but it's Yeah, but I, can't, I that, can't fuck with that. I can't fuck with that. I don't even like that. I don't, because you don't have to do that. Because Dave Chappelle is a perfect example of you not having to do that. Well, you don't have I to do that. All that to say is, I fully understand why Steve Harvey did what Kat is accusing him of. That's who he is. 
Like, yeah, he'll so, go and do that shit. But that's yes. what I'm saying. So he's fucked up, and I don't, I can't, I can't support people that do fucked up shit like that for the sake of, oh, I got to make money to support my family. It's like, nah. But what about integrity and shit like that? Like, because you can have integrity and still get to the bag. Example: Dave Chappelle. He yeah. walked away yeah. for more money than any of these but niggas would walk away from. I think but it's he didn't less, get love. Don't cost a thing. It's less about <laughs> the money. I think Steve suffers from what we see Diddy. So like, they want to be. Admired and loved by everyone. Like Dave I think Chappelle the money is admired, will come with that. Dave Chappelle is admired Chappelle and loved doesn't by everyone. Give a fuck. He's not. He gets killed every time he Ooh. puts something out. He gets killed. Well, he's because he's fans making, love Chappelle. He's making like, a joke about a certain community, and even people in those communities still love and support. Fans Dave Chappelle. of Chappelle love Chappelle. The general media, like they they hate Chappelle. Every time yeah, he does anything, it's like but new, my point, new sad cool. comic comes that's out cool. with a new my hour. Point, my point is though, what what does it matter? It doesn't stop him from selling out tours. No, it doesn't. Selling out but stadiums. But there's people that want that, but also want to be loved by everyone. And yeah, also, Chappelle but, plays a contrarian. Well, he doesn't care if people like him or not. Dave and Chappelle is also insanely talented. Sorry to cut you off already. He's also insanely talented. Everybody can't go the Chappelle route because everybody doesn't have Chappelle talent. If Steve Harvey yeah, did, don't did what dick. Chappelle did, Ch- Ch- Harvey's not funny. You don't get this same comeback that Chappelle had because yeah. there was a time when that uh, Chappelle show, Comedy Central, shit happened. That they remember they were making shit up that he was smoking crack in Africa mm-hmm. and like they were because he wasn't playing the game, were trying to bury him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't come back because he played the game. He came back because he's extremely fucking talented. And no disrespect to Steve Harvey, if he made a decision that Chappelle made, I don't see a comeback even well, remotely close. Because their talent level is different. Well, that's what I'm saying. He came back. Dave Chappelle was able to do what he was able to do because, number one, he had he just wasn't budging on certain shit. Number two, people love him. So it was like, good, cool. Do what you got to do. Disappear. When you come back, we'll be right here with open arms waiting for you because we already know what you have. We know what you can give us. We know the talent level that you have. So that's my point. It's like, don't say that, oh, I got to do this because I got to take care of my family and I can't help my family if I don't have no money and I... But what about integrity? Like a lot of people we're watching right in front of our eyes trade their integrity for money. And it's like you don't have to do that because we have perfect examples of people that stood on what they stood on, didn't have to do that, and can still support and put people on and give people jobs and sell out arenas and sell out stadiums and do all of these great things without jeopardizing their integrity. So stop saying that you have to jeopardize your integrity because you do not. Say... I had to jeopardize my integrity because I don't have any talent. That's what say we're saying that. about Steve. That's yeah, that's, that's what, what we're saying. saying. That's what I'm, well, <laughs> no, Steve should say that. Like, you're yeah. also Steve pro- should say you're that. projecting a lot. You're assuming Steve's everyone has like a moral compass and a level of integrity that you I'm not that assuming that. I know hey, they these don't. These guys don't. They're, I know they want to play the game. They, they want to win. I know they do and not. not. That's why I'm that. saying I do not fuck with him because I don't like that. But it also it also depends on where your integrity lies because you're putting integrity on, you know, don't play the game, don't fall into these traps or, or jeopardize your integrity to get, you know, money. But some people are looking at it as my integrity lie and my moral ground compass lies with if I got to sacrifice myself, and I don't mean that in an Illuminati stance, but if I got to sacrifice myself so that my kids and my grandkids and the kids after that can eat, if I got to jeopardize my morals for that, then so be it. I think there's integrity in that as well. I might not go that way with my life, but I can understand how people will be willing to sacrifice their sacrifice their morals so that their kids and their grandkids are good. Because anybody with the last name Harvey is good for a very, very long time. No matter what he did or how people may look at him, his kids are good, his grandkids are good. Some people think that that's what's important and that might be worth it. Michael B is good. Mm. Future's good. Mm. Right. Why are you trying did, to? Diddy and his son are good. 
Damn. Too far. Idris? Too far. No, not what? Idris. Demson. Um, and we don't really know if Steve Harvey did any of this. We're really just speculating based off Man, what Cat was saying. Shit. We know his hair's um, fake. But speaking of Chappelle. Yeah, like you wearing a fake hairline. <laughs> Look how many years he lied to you, Rory. You thought that was a real hairline. He told you that was real or y'all just assumed it was? I, I, I always, never spoke to Steve. Well, my mother, my mother's a beautician. I knew that wasn't real since I was like 12 years old. She told me that was fake. So I knew that. I mean, I'm I'm white. We we just found out what weave was. Yeah. So, we but that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, real. fam. Like you, you wearing a, a fake fake hair as a man? You think I'm gonna? Of he course, started of the wave. Course I believe Cat Williams. I believe everything Cat said that's about this Turkey dude. though. Timberland just got his hair done. Turkey. He was bragging he was about lead, it. He led the way for all for Tory Lanes for everybody. Mm. He lied. He's a trailblazer. He lied for the hairline. What no. did he lie about? You know how many you know how many years dudes was trying to go to a barbershop and get that? That he didn't say do that. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, he tried to make it seem like it was real. He got he never said it was fake. He never said that. That ain't y'all business. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Damaris. On it's that. like what? Also, if you're on television, your public appearance is everything. Like you're gonna wanna look youthful and like with it. So the fake teeth, the hair, like I get it. See, that's what I'm saying. I, any dude that got fake teeth and fake hair, I just don't trust you. You know, you so, know so many people. So, and <laughs> and teeth wise, you know what? And you I know hundreds yeah, of teeth. And I don't trust them. Maybe that, not hair, but teeth. Come on, Maul. I don't. Someone getting new teeth? I don't trust you. I got my teeth cleaned today for the first time in like four years. Yeah, but you don't have fake teeth. Don't though. tell me. All right, would I you don't. break down what makes someone untrustworthy for getting new teeth? I just, I don't know. I don't trust you. Why? Maybe teeth is okay. But fake hair, a man getting fake hair put on his head, it's, you, it's, something, it's something deeper. It's something wrong with you. It's yeah, something wrong with I you. That I can get with a little bit more than the teeth. The teeth thing, I like think, has been hair? pretty regular forever. Demaris, you would date a dude with fake hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, exactly. I, my father was bald though, so like I have a different outlook on baldness. But what if it never smudged? Mm. Like what if it was? I'm good, man. Let that shit go, man. Fake Yomi, you would date a dude with fake hair? Like if a dude sat down and had extensions put in his hair, like he was trying to grow braids, but his hair wasn't long enough, so he added some hair to it. No, that's different. That's different than going and getting hair implants in Turkey. Uh, back what about to method acting? What if I do it for a movie role, but just I keep it because you know why not? It was method acting. Oh, like when Schultz got like the the cut. But that's not fake hair. He just got a hair no, cut. Like but he's rolling with That's different. And I, see, I respect. See, that's the difference. I respect Schultz for that. Because it's like a haircut. And he's just like, fuck it. I had to do it for a movie, but I liked it. I'm just, I'm just going to keep it. I respect that. But if you if Schultz go and get some hair added to his head and he starts walking around with that shit day to day, I'm like, all right, now you, you, you weird, bro. Now you weird. That'd be pretty funny. It would be funny because he has hair. That's like another, another ten minutes of material. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just it's just weird. It's like, what's up with you, man? What you like? Somebody <laughs> said something to you that got you like, nah, I got to get fake hair in my head. It's like something inside of you is you battling something. Insecurities, mall people have them. But how's no, that any you can different? have insecurity. That's we all have insecurities. That's fine. But a man putting fake hair in his head, then why is it acceptable for women? What do you mean? Why? Is I it mean, acceptable? I believe in double standards, so. I just want to know, like, if you're th- that the whole thing is go with what you're given, go natural. Why is no, it- no, that's I'm talking about for men, like, but I'm saying, what's the difference for women? Why is it because I, I believe a woman can do that? That's a woman thing to do, like, add hair, play with hair, do that. Like, that's that's a womanly thing to do. Like, I can do finally that. get this off. You're speaking from a privileged place. I, you took it out my item. You have them. pretty privilege. I set them up. I have what you have pretty privilege. It's a Twitter thing. Look it up. You do. I'm, you not, have, I'm, you not, have, I'm never looking that up. So you, you have pretty privilege. Mall, you are you speaking are from privileged. a place of someone 
that is 40 and has a beautiful fucking yeah, Steve but, Harvey hairline. Yeah, but, it, but <laughs> like you have Steve's, but you were the dream. Okay, but here's 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 what I'm saying though. Even if it wasn't that, I would never you can't put say fake. That. You don't know you that. Don't, you don't Bro, know that. Y'all telling me, y'all are sitting here telling me that yeah, I can't small. say if I would put fake because hair in my head because you you've never you been never, in that predicament. Yeah. I don't give. I'm telling you, I would never put fake hair in my head. It would, you would never. Go you don't. Need I would to. go 100. You don't have the head for baldness. You don't know that. You're gonna come in, Coben. Like you don't know that. You're, you're gonna start potting, looking like Kobe. I would, bro. I would never. If if my hair started leaving me, <laughs> I would leave my hair before it left me. Like once it gets to that point, like that's, a, that's an insecurity. You're like a chemo no, it's patient. Not. You, you want You're off. leaving someone before you get hurt. That's no, why you're no, never been in a long term relationship. If my hair starts leaving, I'm not gonna start playing with hairstyles. Yo, combing <laughs> over this way to kind of make not. Nah, yo, bro, fucking take all of this shit off because I see where it's headed, and let me just get because. You only look weird bald for the first like three weeks. And then after that, everybody's used to it. And then once you have a beard as a man, especially, a bald head doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Another privilege. Yeah. If you have a beard, as a lot of people can't a grow a beard. I, then drink some vodka. I don't know what to tell these niggas, man. I don't know what to tell a man <laughs> I think that can't that is grow. That's the exact scientific remedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like drink, drink I don't know. Vodka. Drink some Brugal or something. Okay, if, if weave you. isn't the issue, then what about because the whole thing is to look youthful. So what about women with, with hair, but they dye it to look like Younger, like if the grays are coming in, but they get it. Men covered. do that too. That's you, fine. how are men you turning this about an attack that, on women fine. when they talk about men? Shit. I think women have that. That's a, what I'm saying. I want to know his rules. The beauty, like, the whole beauty cosmetic thing. That's a women can do. Now, men, so, you can but take you care. do your nails. Yep, but I, if you would let me talk, men can take care of themselves and groom themselves too. I'm not saying you can't, but when you start adding hair and things like that, it's like, bro, what you on, man? Now you just on some, you 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 on some different shit. So you feel that way about Beijing as far as like... Beijing well, is mean, crazy. That's crazy. It looks Anyone cra- that agrees with that's that is crazy. That's that's the, and that's the other part of it. Beijing it looks, looks exactly crazy. crazy. Like, who are, you, who are you fooling? We can see this oxtail gravy on your face. <laughs> you're taking a magic marker to your head every yeah, morning? Yeah, like, you're not... Fo- that shit... Like, if somebody comes in here with a full Beijing beard, I can't even focus on what they're saying to me because I'm looking at their beard the whole time like, yo, this looks absolutely fucking like, am crazy. Am I on shrooms? Why is your hairline fucking It looks and crazy, bro. Like, who are you trying to fool? It's like, that's what I'm saying. You're trying to fool people with this shit. Why are you trying to fool me, fam? We have to go back and figure out the history of, like, how that became a thing. They had to be scared of the first person that ever put Beijing in their beard. That shit is weird. This shit is weird. That's what I'm saying. It became a thing because they were terrified of the person. That it's did. just certain no things, way. men. Listen, bro, just le- let the women have it. Let the women have the hair, the weaves, all of that. Sh- let the women have that. Fellas, it's okay to just be bald and be gray. Women actually like gray. It's not a, you, you can still get, get women. It's well, okay. Last question before we get back to Kevin Hart being an industry plant and wearing dresses. Do you think every time you saw Omarion or Drake with those braids, that was all their hair? Omarion or Drake? Drake came out of braids after like two days. No, I believe that was I believe that was Drake. Drake's hair now. I'm gonna tell you why I believe that was Drake's hair because even when I from a Caesar to braids, even when no, but that's not well. Okay, but let's go back to the pandemic when I was wearing my hair like this, and then one day I came in with braids. I thought it was fake. That's because you wore a hat for two years straight. I never no, saw your top of your head. No, that's not what it was, though. It's <laughs> that like is very true. If your hair is, if you have a type of hair that when you wash and you wet it, it curls up. I don't. People don't know that, okay, if I was to get this blown out and a girl braid, my hair is very long. So I believe that was Drake's hair. I don't believe Drake. I, I believe that he just wore his hair a certain way for so long that when he popped out with braids, everybody thought it was fake. I don't think he added hair to his head, though. Even during the really long tour, maybe got damaged? Nah. Damage. You tracking Drake's hair health is sick. (laughs) That is crazy. That's some sick shit. I just feel like Omarion had so many different styles that 
any given moment. Omarion had, had long be, hair. There had to be. No, Omarion, he had, Omarion he had, had long, some you, His kids have really long hair yeah. like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're kids. What does that mean? I'm saying, dude, you'd look, we're talking about as you age, you lose your hair. Kids have longer hair. No, Omarion was like 18. Yeah, no. He was, was a kid. kid. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's right. not a thing. Men don't usually do that. Men don't add hair to. That's not oh, a man. Oh yes, thing. they do. Sway. What about don't just sway? Put that on sway. We don't. This whole thing. Yes, it's like a thing. What? What's the thing? Sway's what? hair. Yeah, not that it's weave. All right. What do you mean anymore? He he cut his hair like he's, but he's still wearing like the the, the dread hat. That was a <laughs> whole thing for a while. Yeah, but at one point he had real dreads, though. Yeah, of course. But I'm yeah. saying to keep up with appearances and to look like younger and the version of himself that people know, he did the little. But hat he's still thing. wearing the, the 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 hat. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's no. But hat. I think that's it's funny point. though. You're saying on record headline I'm right not, now. Julian no. says <laughs> that Sway yeah. always had weave. It was never his real hair. No, it's not what I'm saying. He was an industry plant. They forced him to put that on to make him more relatable to the Yo, community. Do you have a bang? Is that a bang you rocking? A what? A bang. It, that, it appears to be a bang. Oh, that's like the I mean, Superman. Falls, that's like the Superman just, curl. It's how the hair falls. No, that's not how you pulled that down. I didn't See, pull my hair. You pulled it's that gravity. down. Hair doesn't fall after yeah. gel. You gelled it that way. Yeah. No, I do. I do this, and then it you just do the goes. Hand, you do the hand comb. I, yeah, I don't comb my hair. <laughs> no, you do this. Literally, yeah, I do this. Ma, why'd you do it so like gay? I you, yeah. Ma was like, see, you about to make me talk to you way in twenty four that I don't want to talk to you. Don't no, I'm not saying. I'm saying you were imitating him. Like you, why'd you wave? No, your I said he, spirit fingers. Yeah, because that's what he does. That's what he just did. He did this because this this kind of gives don't, it the curl. Don't do that. I don't do that. Don't do this shit. You do this. I don't bro. do that. Yes, you do. That that looks like this. It looks like spaghetti. You know, since he just did that, once we go on to the next topic, he's gonna look at the black screen of his mirror and fix it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not gonna. Try, I'm not to gonna look, touch my hair like, for the rest look of the rough, time. Look rough, like oh, I know I don't care. I just <laughs> you do this. Have a bang. Then bro. we're gonna look away, and he's gonna be like, "You have a you have a bang, bro, bang, bro." Okay, but before we get completely sidetracked here, let's uh, let's wrap up the the Cat Williams interview because it was a lot. Um, wasn't just old comedians. Kevin Hart, which he's had a, a past beef with Kev. I feel like going on like 10 years now. Mm-hmm. That's always been a thing. Um, called him an industry plant. Right Dude, after That was crazy. Right after, you know, bringing up the dresses thing, which I know we talked about Chappelle. This did remind me of his Inside the Actor studio interview. Mm-hmm. Of course, Cat, I don't like to use the word erratic, but Cat is just a little more, has a little more bravado than Chappelle in interviews. Like Chappelle was a little, little more animation. Smoke a cigarette and chill. A little more animation. But they had very similar messages when it came to dressing as a woman, um, as well as some of the Illuminati shit. But the Kev Hart industry plant thing was what made the timeline start debating Kev's whole fucking career. And this is where I do feel bad for people like Kevin Hart sometimes. He's in such legendary status and has accomplished so much that we tend to forget how successful he's been mm-hmm. and start nitpicking sitcoms from 20 years ago. Yeah. I just, I don't agree with that. Kevin Hart's industry plant thing. First of all, I don't, I don't think that Kevin Hart's industry plant. I think, uh, you can't sell as many tickets to live shows. If you're an industry plant. Well, that was kind of, that was kind of cat's whole point. So I agree with you. I don't think Kev is necessarily an industry plant and what is an industry plant, but cat was saying, if you watch the Chris Rock and Kevin Hart documentary, he's been very open about him starting on the East Coast with Patrice, Bill Burr, Jim Norton, that whole crew at the Comedy Cellar. Never did the L.A. thing, never sold out any L.A. shows. There was no demand for Kevin Hart in L.A. He was doing his thing in New York, but drastically different 
from my understanding in the comedy world. There's mm -hmm. New York comics and there's LA comics. Mm -hmm. And the LA comics, just by proxy, tend to be more into the Hollywood scene because execs can go see them perform. And you, right. know, you can hear word of mouth, especially at that time, who's the hot comic coming up. Mm -hmm. Different when New York doesn't have necessarily a Hollywood market the same way LA does. Right. I kind of feel what he's saying. Out of nowhere, Kev, even the peers that were above him in New York didn't get the look that he got. All of a sudden, he's on sitcoms and he's the star of this movie Soul Plane, like out of nowhere. One could think that could be some industry plant shit. And even if it is, does it matter? Because I'm not going to take away the two decades of work that Kevin Hart put in. Yeah. Right. Like, you can be an industry plant and fail. Mm -hmm. But there's You can be an industry plant and not work hard. You can be an industry plant and not be funny. And if Kevin Hart is not your cup of tea with comedy, I'm not here to debate you, nor do I care, because yeah. that's your preference. You cannot say Kevin Hart is not a successful comedian and has not done great comedic work during his entire career. I just don't agree with it only because, again, we saw Kevin Hart's rise. We saw uh, Paper Soldiers, the movie. But see, you, you did because you were actually in the movie. Like, <laughs> no. I, like, not I, I, everyone... <laughs> no, I wasn't in the movie, what? but it's it just... you and Wayno. No. <laughs> it's, it's You saw Kevin Hart's... You saw his, 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 the steps that he took. You saw him come up through the ranks. Um, other comedians can vouch for him. They've done shows with him in New York, uh, in other cities. like So he has that. You know that he came up and paid. Now, if he had none of that, none of those stories, and then he kind of just fell into these roles, then it would be like, yo, bro, who is this dude? But you actually saw Kevin Hart put the work in. And then I just feel like an industry plan is anybody that doesn't, doesn't write their own material. I think you can be an industry plant if you do not write your material, if you do not write your music, your, your jokes, um... Then I could see, okay, if you have all of the successes, like, but you don't, what is it that you do? You're, mm. I can look at that as an industry plan. I think that's what an industry plan is. We always like to throw this word industry plan around. I think the only people that deserve to be in those industry plan conversations are people who actually do not write their own materials. You were picked out based by your looks in the audience that they're trying to get and literally molded together. You got the looks, everyone, they push the buttons, but this is you. not, this is not, Kevin Hart doesn't fit that let's, criteria. Let's even say Kev did get some of that, and pardon my face when I say certain stuff like this, but we know how Hollywood goes sometimes. Sometimes they need a non-threatening black person to be in roles when they're trying to get a certain audience. Mm -hmm. Even if that is the case, and somewhat to what Kat was alluding to, I don't think that's fair to erase everything Kev Kevin Hart did before that mm -hmm. and the work he put in and the right. talent he has, right. that there was an opportunity where maybe he did fit something they were looking for. Mm -hmm. But we've seen that a million times and that person disappears in a year. Mm -hmm. Kev is probably the most successful comedian we've ever seen as far as numbers and the length of a run. And so much of what we that know. That plant see, can't do yeah. all of that. I, I, no, like, it's so unfair Kevin Hart to say is yeah. not an industry plant. So he's much not. of what we know and see is just on the surface level of this. I mean, who's to say... Kevin's heart agents, like agents play, managers play a big role in this. Who's to say they weren't well-connected in the movie scene and they were mm -hmm. able to foster those relationships and put him in auditions and things like you think Kevin Hart just walked onto a movie set and they were like, you're a star now. Yeah, no, no, like, there were people like behind the scenes, like actively trying to push him. I'm sure conversations with his agent manager, like, Hey, what do you want to get into? I always want to try acting. Like, I'm sure those things happen. And he got, you know, guided into those things. Whereas his counterparts like Bill Burr, all the other people he was really, they were so committed to the stand-up side of things. Kevin wanted more of the 
industry, entertainment, mm-hmm. movie side of things. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I understand a lot of the things that Kat was saying, and I, I do think there's a lot of what he said is valid. Uh, but again, there's some things that he said that I think was just him getting his shit off mm. and just, uh, you know, letting out certain emotions and, and thoughts that he had been harboring for a while. Um, but yeah, the Kevin Hart thing, being an industry plant, no. I I just, I'm not buying that for a, a half a second. I just don't, it, it makes no sense. Like, there's no show me why, because he got a Soul Plane role. I think that he was a good comedian. Soul Plane didn't have a major budget. I think that he just fit the role. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he's funny. He's new. He's kind of, he's kind of young. You know what I mean? Like, I think that this is the guy that we should go with. It, it just probably fit within their budget. I don't think that he got this. It wasn't like that was a big blockbuster movie and they just pulled Kevin Hart into the main role of that movie. Mm. It's not how that happened. Like, it was other comedians in there, too, that you can't say were industry plans because they didn't go on and have the career that Kevin had. But that doesn't mean that Kevin's an industry plan because he has the career that he has. I just don't think that's unfair to Kevin's work ethic. I think that's unfair to Kevin's team. I think that's unfair to just who the person uh, Kevin Hart is. I think that there's a lot of it has to do with when you go in these meetings for these scripts in these in these movies, and you sit down across from these these people that work for these studios, sometimes it's just like, yo, I like this dude. Mm. Just in having a regular conversation with him. Now, I can see what Cat Williams sit down with some people at these studios, and they like, he's a little, you know what I mean? Like, he kind of came at us a little crazy in here. I don't know if we want to give him this part. I can see that too because Cat is just a different type of person. Well, but Cat said, said otherwise. He said that he's never had a complaint. That's just a no, no, not, not a complaint about him. Not a complaint, but I, I, I do see how he's a little bit more abrasive than Kevin Hart. And Kevin and Hart has admitted to playing the game. And I don't fault people if they play the game correctly. Sometimes the best way to success is playing within the system. I'm not mad at anybody that plays the game well as long as you don't jeopardize your integrity to do it. Once you do that, it's like, all right, I don't even have nothing to say about that. Dude. And last thing, just because you know I'm tinfoil hat man, so you know I loved a lot of this Cat Williams stuff, and I'm not full, full-fledged full uh, Illuminati YouTube conspiracy theorist the way a lot of people are, mm-hmm. but there's some things I agree with within that community. You, you know, have family in high places like Jesus Nieces. What do you paint me the picture of the Illuminati meeting that Ludacris and Cat Williams were at together? How were they invited? Was it a group chat? I keep telling you, man. What, what did they serve? Who else was there? We one. I, I wish. Where did it take place? I wish we could actually just see the Illuminati meeting one time in our lives. I just want to, just so people would be like, none of you would ever be invited in those rooms. Like the names, we just think that the Illuminati is just trying to like. Grab, I can promise you, they don't even know half of these people that y'all think are in the Illuminati. But I think I think what Kat is getting at, and you know that the YouTube conspiracy theorists are going to run with his actual words, but this is why I think Kat is such a great storyteller and a great comedian. I think he's using that more as metaphors than anything. Mm-hmm. That, okay, maybe him and Luna may have been up for certain roles or they were in, you know, in going into the movie industry at the same time. Mm-hmm. Luda was down to play the game mm-hmm. where you'll do... 20 fucking movies for $10 million, whatever he, he said was. Mm-hmm. That's where I think he's getting at with all this Illuminati talk to some degree. I don't really think that Kat and Ludacris were at an Illuminati meeting together at all. No, it did, didn't happen. But I think if you believe in the Illuminati and the systematic structure of, of how it affects Hollywood, you could say, okay, well, that's a play. You're buying into what they want you to buy into. We'll put Ludacris in this franchise with Fast and the Furious that we already planned is going to be this thing already for the next 20 years. Now you're in with us for the rest of your fucking life. And whatever we want you to do, you're going to have to do it. 
Cat's not with that shit. So he words it that way because he's a good storyteller. I don't personally think that's how it went. I think it's a metaphor eh. for playing the game. Yeah, he literally said Harvey asked him to suck his dick. Well, I mean, you know, those parties. And then crazy. he said no. And then he said at the next like audition or whatever movie thing, there were like <laughs> four other black men that were there like for a role. And Cat looked at them like, oh, so you all blew, he assumed. He was like, oh, you, so you all gave this guy head to be in this position now. And I, No, I think two things can be true. Like, I think there probably is some society that is into that type of stuff and uses it to, you know, have dirt on people. But I also think that Ludacris and Cat Williams were not in an Illuminati meeting together. Yeah, no. I just I, <laughs> I think just both things can be true. Uh, one person who I do believe was in an Illuminati meeting was, uh, what's his name? Jason Samoa? What's his? Momoa. Jason Momoa. <laughs> Samoa. <laughs> Jason Momoa? So Jason Momoa. Okay. He... I went to see Aquaman 2. Don't ask me why. I just I saw Aquaman 1. How dare and you I, do that to me? You're a fan Chase. of his work. I just always feel like if there's a part two, if you saw part one, you almost have to see the part two. And it's just terrible. I think he's an Illuminati. Oh, this is who you're talking about. Yes. No, he is a trash actor. Oh my God. He's I did not like a trash now hold on. Actor. I did like C. I did like the show, the series C that he did. I did like that. Thought that was a great story. Thought it was good acting. This Aquaman shit, though, this is some of the most terrible shit I've ever... I can't remember how many times I was prompted to walk out of a theater, and I almost walked out of Aquaman 2. There's Illuminati messaging right right in that photo right there. So mm. you might be onto something. What does it say? Do you think he sucks Steve Harvey's dick to get there? Steve Harvey's oh, dick? I thought that's what Kat said. <laughs> I was going off what Julian said. Yo. Steve Harvey? Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my bad. I'm getting my Harveys mixed up. <laughs> Do you yes. think Jason Momoa sucked Steve Harvey's dick? I, I was going off the info you guys were giving me. I was trying to we keep up with all this. Info. Maybe I was fantasizing. Nobody what? ever said that. We were talking about Steve Harvey, so when Julian Yo, said that, I was like, I don't remember Cat Harvey. saying Steve Harvey getting Jason his dick sucked Momoa by a guy. Jason Momoa sucks Steve Harvey's dick. <laughs> For a spot on Celebrity Jeopardy, whatever, Family, family Feud. Feud. For Celebrity Feud. <laughs> Sucked his dick to get on Family Feud <laughs> in full costume. Yo, that is fucking <laughs> sick, man. Huh. Yeah, but Aquaman too. Uh, Jason, don't ever do that again, man. If it's a part three, <laughs> don't, don't why do it. wouldn't he? Probably got that shit bad. is I'm that not, movie no, is fucking terrible. But I'm not gonna let Maul because I just saw the movie two days ago too. I'm not gonna let you get that. That off. movie wasn't terrible. Everybody, it was bad. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed Aquaman one. Right? How? I just, I just, <laughs> what did you enjoy about Aquaman one? I don't, because it's cringy, but like sort of in a funny way. So if you're high enough, it's funny. Nah, I don't, don't know, do that. We're not gonna do that if you're high enough. Don't we no, not doing no, that? No, the movies aren't. And in the course of film, if you're judging film. They are bad movies. They also have shitty reviews. They're, yeah, they're bad movies. They're that, bad yo, movies. Aquaman you can still 2 is enjoy the worst a bad movie I've movie. ever seen. That is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. So it beats Scarface now. 100%. I will never watch Aquaman 2 again. At least Scarface I watch is a Star If Scarface is on Netflix like, and it says leaving soon, I might click on it. Like, yo, fuck it. I'm, let me watch this before they take it off. But Aquaman 2, I will be like, why is this on Netflix? Mm. Nobody's watching this. Okay, but the movie is bad. I'm not taking that away from you but you're saying it's because of jason's acting i don't think everyone's acting is bad in that and i think when everyone's acting is bad is bad in a movie i think it's because the writing is bad like no matter who okay, they would have had saying jason's lines the lines would have been cringy no matter who said them nah you could have put denzel in them bitches and had See, him say don't, that no you don't do that don't, and, don't but you, the don't writing you do that. is bad. It's just bad writing. Yeah, DC but, sucks no, it's movie, just bad writing yeah but ben affleck did a good job in Denzel batman versus superman that'd be crazy 
Who? Denzel is Aquaman would be fucking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but he let Demarius get that off. He would do a better job than Jason <laughs> Momoa. Oh, he's Denzel Washington. All you fish. All you fish. All you fish. 23 and 1. <laughs> you coming for my reefs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this shit is t- Aquaman 2 is no, terrible. Wait, Amber Heard was Couldn't in the movie? Yes. Was the worst Samuel yes. Jackson impression what? or worst Denzel Washington Whatever impression? Whatever it was, it was racist. Ma, Whatever they have Amber Heard in this. She was the co-star this of movie, the original one. This movie is she terrible, shit in the fish tank. They, they... Stop. They cut okay. a lot of her scenes. <laughs> See, you guys are laughing at me. I'm doing the fucking science right now. Jason Momoa's first movie ever was Johnson Family Vacation, starring guess who? Steve Cedric Hart. the Enter fucking Tainer. Oh, Steve Hart. Okay, so all he in on it. So he blew, <laughs> so he blew, so he blew, he blew Cedric. Cedric. He blew Cedric. <laughs> Steve <laughs> made it. <laughs> Rory. His first movie. You have a tinfoil gay hat Yo, on, and it's just, I need you, you to take it off. You guys led the bread breadcrumbs to this. I just went to his Wikipedia. His first movie ever, Johnson Family Vacation. I remember him with Solange in the casino. You remember that? Why is that in your brain? Why do you like I was that movie? 14 when that movie came out, and that's what 14-year-olds liked. Bow Wow was I don't, I don't even I was excited. excited. Did I see Johnson Family Vacation? I don't even... I've never even heard is of it. You Ice had Cuban to have that? seen... Is Ice Cube, no, no Ice that's Cube. Are We There Yet. They came oh, out same, around the same oh, time, Very though. similar movies. Okay, all right. Yes. Road I trip. I saw one, yeah, yeah. I saw one came out in 2004, the Johnson Family Vacation. It had Solange oh, in it. Oh, Steve Harvey's in it, too. Bow Wow. And Steve Harvey's in it. Duh. So maybe Jason did. You guys Yo. want you want some tinfoil hats? No. Join me. No. No. I'm I do good. not. Want you your... let us here. I didn't. <laughs> no. I'm just speaking facts. If this what uh, movie studio did this come from? Because if it came from a Harvey Weinstein movie studio, then I would be. Oh, then, I mean, then, everything, then, everything. Then, then everything. Then we're ending the episode right here. Searchlight <laughs> Pictures. Uh, let's see. Was That's it MC it? Searches Company? No, it's not. <laughs> Rory. Rory just be saying, yo, you, this is why you can't yo, give everybody I like a platform. That, though. I like in 24 just throwing shit out there like that, like seeing if it sticks. Like, yo. <laughs> I knew I paid God Searchlight Publishing. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like they co-distributed through Searchlight on certain pictures. What what was Search doing there? (laughs) That's sick. But yes, Jason Momoa is not that bad. Uh, So off Mike Mo said they're trying to turn him into the new rock. Yeah, they're trying to turn Jason Samoa, I mean Momoa, into the new rock. (laughs) Mimosas. Mimosas. They're trying to turn Jason Mimosas into the new rock. It's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. Rory. He did two movies last year. Mm-hmm. Who, Momoa? Aquaman 2, which you guys are talking about. Terrible. Guess what other franchise series he was <laughs> in starring who else? Fast X starring Ludacris. He's in that too? Damn. Yo, y'all think Cat is crazy. I don't. Cat never think, said any of this. I don't think Cat is <laughs> crazy. Cat never said I just said think that he this. just got into his bag and just started letting it just, you know, fuck it. The, the camera's on, mics is on, let it grow. I'm just connecting dots, man. So y'all don't think Cat has any mental health issues? No. Not one. No. Oh, I know we're focusing so much on the negative part of him, like, uh, calling out other comedians. But the, there was the other half say, of that say whole Say how much interview. he loves Kanye. Go ahead. He does. No, but the other half of that interview was about Cat's like a genius. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about he went to He got accepted to college when he was like seven. He said that. Do, do you have proof of that? I mean, I, that's a weird thing to lie about. But they said he he dropped out of school or whatever, like a college, and he was like in. A, you can at tell. 11. You can tell in his in the way he speaks, though. He's very well. Yeah, spoke. like he, he's not for sure. He's not. He's he. You can tell he has. A, he's he's educated. He moved he's across smart. the country when he was thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Like he was working. Like had a job. He reads all. He's a voracious reader. Like he was very self sufficient. Yeah. So I thought that was like to me the most interesting part. I didn't know all that about. Cat. No, I do not think that Cat Williams is mentally ill or anything like that at all. I don't. I think he's seen a lot. I think he knows a lot. 
He's experienced a lot. And I think that he knows that he's talented than a lot more of these people that have roles and have parts that he didn't get. And I think that he feels like there's a reason for it. Now, I'm just on the side of I don't Kevin Hart is not an industry plant to me. I do not see Kevin Hart as an industry plant. I don't plant. think that's the that is a great entertainer and knows how to entertain extremely well. Yeah. So I can see someone thinking he's coming across mentally ill, but I think that's part of the performative aspect of his life. I just want to I'm not saying that he's mentally ill at all. Like I'm I think Kevin it up when they did a quick break, like started dying laughing at certain stuff he was saying when he was dead serious. Okay. Y'all used to say the same thing about Kanye, though, before what? it was, like, obvious that Kanye had mental problems. Y'all used to think Kanye was just entertaining, too. Oh, you can see you have me- a lot of mentally ill people are entertaining. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Most mentally ill people are entertaining. Love mentally ill people. When they start talking, I'll, I'll, I'm listening. I want to hear where their brain is going. That's just me, though. But I knew Kanye was a little crazy Kat. when he said the tw- they're making the Twix bigger and shit, trying to get us all fat. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. Was he wrong though? No, he's not wrong. That's I mean, out of all the things, that was probably the most accurate. Fam, come on, you know bipolar medication when price went up when Fam. Kanye was went crazy. And you know you could just not eat the Twix. Right? Like, it's not like they forcing you to eat the Twix. You also can't go get bipolar medication because you saw Kanye do that. Yo, mom, you caught me that bipolar meds. He said he treated that shit like Yeezy. Price price went up when that bipolar shit happened. Oh like, nope, bro, God, it did not. Bro. Listen, um, man, twenty twenty four is, is is gearing up to be. A very, very entertaining year, man. I saw one dude jumped over the uh, judge's bench in, in the courtroom. I think he was facing some petty shit. We're going to do a full breakdown on Patreon about that one. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't fucking wait to dive into Patreon to do that. Well, I'll see um, what you did there. Well, you know, got to save some stuff. Um, I didn't want to make this like a full, full stand-up comedian podcast, but Chappelle did put out a fucking stand-up he on did. New Year's Eve. Like, You feel like that, that should be... Some of the biggest news walking into this episode. One of the greatest stand-up comedians put out a new special mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, and that was like at the bottom of the docket. That's yeah, how crazy twenty cat decided to go crazy. How do you, how do you feel about it though? Um, it was cool. I don't like that. I don't like that energy around that. It was cool. I always when it's people that are at the level of goat status, I only compare themselves among themselves. Mm-hmm. I liked the special. It's not very high in my Chappelle discography. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I, I still don't really care that he's joking about trans people. That was funny to me. I feel like he used the first half. Just I don't think those jokes were even really flushed out just to get to the second half. The second half to me was really, really good and yeah. had a lot of meaning to it. It was, you know, you know, when Chappelle used to like during the pandemic, put out that stuff on Instagram where it wasn't really stand ups. He wasn't making jokes. Mm-hmm. It was fucking TED Talks and. Yeah. Sermons and shit. The second half felt more like that to me, which I I really enjoyed. the The first half was not my favorite. They weren't bad jokes, but it just wasn't my favorite. Chappelle felt it felt like a little rushed. Yeah. Second half did not feel that way at all. So I don't have anything bad necessarily to say about it. But, but it wasn't in one the of your scope favorites. of Chappelle. You know, it's not sticks and stones. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think it's that. Um, I, I but I also think that um, his positioning and what he wanted to do with this was just totally different. Yeah. I think that it was um the title Dreamers and the way he pulled all of that together and, you know, we're all just a part of somebody else's dream, no matter what part or role we play. Yeah. Um, you have to come to a point where you realize that. I love when he said he was in the club and he's looking at people like, oh, this is what they're doing, but then somebody else's dream, like they're like, Yeah, I was in there last night. I had twenty bottles, ten bitches, and Dave Chappelle was looking at me like, oh shit. He's like, oh, so I'm in his dream. Like mm-hmm. 
So I, I love the way he made that and he connected that part of the whole uh, stand up. Um, but no, I don't I don't think it was as funny as Sticks and Stones and some of the other ones and that Dave was giving us. But I thought I thought it was cool. Maybe that wasn't the purpose because again, the second half to your point with the Dreamer stuff, I, <clears throat> yeah, I loved and enjoyed. I probably will watch it again, but I probably will skip to the second half. I, okay, that resonated more. This is like when the beginning. Frank Ocean's Pyramid song kind of just. No, I, I like no, the whole, whole, you whole skip pyramids. The first half of that. Whole yeah, I get like, I get to the second half. Because you're a John Mayer fan. I don't know what that has Doesn't to do. Doesn't he? Didn't he do the guitar? On the I, I don't, I, I, he probably did. I don't <laughs> know. Jason but Momoa yeah. did it. Then I'm never listening to that again. <laughs> that movie was really bad. I Would saw you couple, listen to Forrest Gump though? I, no, if I don't Jason even have Momoa is in the video. I, de- I deleted that out of my iTunes as soon as the I understood. What the as soon as he posted on Tumblr. Yeah, I was like, I'm cool. Um, I did see the color purple too for the first time. Well, oh, no, the new the color new purple. <laughs> You're such a dick. No, I, that First was an time. honest reaction. I like honestly forgot they were. I remember doing I the told remake. Rory like, that. I, I remember I told Rory that Steven Spielberg did the first color purple. Had, he thought I was lying. No, no, you did it on camera. We all thought you were lying. I had to look it up. Yeah, how did that y'all not know blew that? Blew my fucking mind. Yeah, it was a Spielberg. So did you did you enjoy it? <sighs> it was a musical. A lot of people did not know that. Oh, I'm good. All right, so I'll say this: it was good. It was good. Uh, musicals, but I just feel like. Because the the original one was such a great classic film, Spielberg, that it's hard to watch this rendition of the color purple and love it. Like I, I thought it was cool. It's a, more of a musical. This one's more of a musical. Um, <clears throat> the storyline is pretty much the same. But I mean, I once you saw the first one, it's that that's the color purple. No, I get that. Like for this sure. should have been called something else. No, it shouldn't have been called something else Why because not? this is based off of the Broadway play, which was great. I saw which that was based off well. of the book, which the movie was based off of. So this is more accurately based off of the book than the movie was. I don't care what it's based off of. The first color purple is the best color purple. That's yes, but it's also a different time. That's like saying like the Spider-Man video game or the Spider-Man movie is better than the video game. Obviously, they're two completely different works of. It's two different because this isn't a movie. It's literally no, it's a movie. like it's it's not. It is a, a movie. movie. It's a movie. It's more of a musical, but it's, it's a movie. It's a musical. No, it's not more of a it's musical. Like it is a musical. Yeah, but it's cinema. It's in the movies. It's in the theaters. It's it's, it's a musical. I understand what you're saying. For so a I day, under, I understand what you're saying, but I just didn't. It was good though. I would go see it. You should definitely go see it. If people saw the, if you saw the first one, definitely go see it. I'm not saying don't go see this, but I, I just laughed at the end when Sierra walked out. See, I don't, and I don't understand that either. Yeah, Why? I just, I just, I, it's Sierra. <laughs> I feel like once I see Sierra on film, I'm just gonna laugh a little bit because that's Sierra. I don't care what role you're playing. It's like hey, Sierra, but I just. So didn't, you didn't do that to Fantasia, Taraji. Well, Fantasia, Taraji's a real. Actor, actress. He threw that so in quotes, different. huh? No, I'm he just said. saying, like she's a she's a real actress. Like that's it's different when you see Taraji on film. It's like that's Taraji. She's a real actress. Fantasia, um, she did a great job. Though. I think I think her and Taraji will get because nobody from the original Color Purple received, and it was like eleven or twelve nominations for Oscars for the first one, and nobody won anything. Yeah, but that's that was the eighties. <laughs> I think that Taraji and Fantasia will win an Oscar. Uh, for their roles in this, for sure, I think so. I think they did a great job. But again, once you saw the first one, it just, you know, it's kind of hard to get into this. But it was good though. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the singing. I wish her had more uh, of a singing role in it. I was waiting for mm-hmm. her to kind of get into her, her singing bag a little more in that. 
But it was good though. I didn't hate it, but it, it, it was cool. It was if good. you like, if you like theater, if you are a theater kid, you like theater, go see this. You will really enjoy it. If you like movies, just movies, don't go see it. But if you like theater, go see it. Is what uh, I would say. Quick plug then, if we're talking about theater, I took my mom to go see the Hell's Kitchen play, Alicia Keys play that's going to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. I liked how they incorporated all of her songs like more in like a comedic way. Like for example, you don't know my name was her friends singing but teasing her that the guy she liked didn't know her name. <clears throat> like, it's it's cool. It's nice to see Broadway of, like, music from our actual lives when we were live. Like, I went to the Motown play. I loved it. But it was cooler to see Alicia's records, you know, because I lived it. <laughs> in the play, did they address why homie ordered hot chocolate and fish? No, because we never got to that that point. Mm, okay. Yeah, it was just it was her upbringing. Still wanted to sick. Still wanted to sick. Also, calling Yasin Bay, aka Most Deaf, uh, homie, homie is. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what his name was in the in the. It in the wasn't video. in in the shit. He was homie in the music video. He was homie. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was hot chocolate fish guy. Sick order. Well, in the play, I don't want to spoil anything. He's a painter, so maybe he might be a painter in real life too. Now that you think about it, you never know what Yasin Bay is doing. Fair. Do we have voicemails? <laughs> we do. Uh, I figured we start the year with someone who uh, looks like they're trying to get in a relationship. So let's start the year with some that's relationship how you, advice. That's how this person is starting their year? That's, See, how, that's how you started last year. Uh, uh, it's a year anniversary. I don't it, was know a year, it was a year anniversary. Damn, I didn't, even think, I didn't even think about it. Did you end the year with the person you started the year with? I ended that moment with her 48 hours later. <laughs> No, but the, did you start your year oh, with the person? Did you I, I, end no, your yeah. year oh, with you the person mean, who started? Yeah. No, I got. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That happened. She was on to. I haven't else. seen her since January second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She was outside kissing Jason Samosa. <laughs> Yo. He did look like. Him. Uh, yeah. yeah well, let's see. I know I'm still very doing my own thing. Let's see. Let's help this guy out. What's up, y'all? My name is Jason. I'm 27 years Jason. old. Jason. One girlfriend. <laughs> oh, All connected. Yo. You can't write this shit. <laughs> Here go another Jason. Right, what you got to do is blow Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's our advice. Yeah. Stuck, suck Steve Harvey. Don't even play dick. the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep going. In, in 27 years. So my question is, what's the best advice you would give to like your 27-year-old friend that's having a hard time talking to girls like what's gonna get him out his comfort zone what's gonna make him you know speak more confidently and you know have fun and you know do what i feel a normal 27 year old should be doing out here you know like i you know i hear all the stories you guys talk about and i feel like you know like i i'm never gonna have that not saying that it's needed but i do feel it's something that you get so just i don't know i just want to know what your guys answers are thank you i love the show he thanks, wants to thanks, know he, he wants advice starting on, the year out making me feel like shit he wants what? advice on how he's sad he sounds defeated so uh, yeah, he called us sad, to help man, let's help him because he don't get no bitches we'll help him yeah Mr. i can't help you get I, no, get I can't help you get women sounds how do you like help somebody get women give him some advice okay here's my advice first of all <laughs> um see i wish there's some. There's a reason why he's lacking confidence in talking to women. I don't know if it's a physical aesthetic. If he's, you know, hairline. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Because we don't. We just. We just a voicemail. So I don't. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Um, but I will say, 
always think about the fact that you are somebody who has some type of, I don't know, skill or whatever you're good at, whatever you do, you're interested in, kind of find women that kind of have those same type of similar interests so that that starts a conversation alone just based off of your similar interests. Whether you're a book reader, whether you're somebody that's into theater, music, you find women in those same fields mm-hmm. because that just starts a, a an organic conversation just because y'all are in, into the same it's type a of common things. ground. It's a common ground. Start there at a common ground. Um, and then maybe, uh, I don't know, like, again, I can't see it. Maybe work on your physical appearance. You know, I don't know. I can't see the guy. His so name I'm is just... Jason, so we know we know how he's built. Yeah, I mean, yep. you know. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I was going to say. That's the, always uh... weird to me, though. because I... Jason's? No, you know what it is? He's 27, so he's a, he's 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 more in. How old are y'all? 30, 29, 31. 25. You're 25, Demar? She's her industry age is showing. Industry. Anyway, um, <laughs> 25. I'm gonna have crazy. an industry age in 2024. <laughs> That's something else. But uh, anyway, 26. I just don't because all you had. I, I I think I think a lot of this, a lot of guys that have this problem in their <laughs> 20s right now is because of. Just the generation and the era. You can speak to women without actually having to speak to women. Like you can talk to women online all day. Like all of this technology that puts these barriers in front of us. When I was growing up, all all we had was personal conversation. We can only talk to each other. Like we didn't have text messages like that. We didn't have um, Instagram and all these social media platforms. Carrier pigeons. Yeah, carrier pigeons. You had to do things like that. So it was like you had to really know how to. Right. You had to really know how to talk. Like and a lot of people don't have that the basic skill runner. anymore. Like they do do not know how to have a conversation with. Okay, people. well clearly he doesn't. So, so give, give, but that's what I'm saying. It, I, he needs to just be around people more instead of sitting on his phones and devices and things like that. You need to be around people more where you're forced to have conversations. I do think Maul's original advice was good. If you have something that you're interested in and can find a community or events or stuff, something that's within your wheelhouse. It takes away the nerves of having to just talk to a woman. Now mm. you can talk about something you're already interested in, which would ease that a bit. And it's better to get to know someone once they're, y'all can talk about video games, whatever the fuck you're into. Mm-hmm. That takes all the nerves away. And then eventually you can get to know them for who they are, not just the common interest. So right. I do think Maul's advice was good. In yeah, the find, find women that are into what you're into. Find that community of of women that like the things that you like and then just go from there with a basic generic conversation about whatever it is that y'all like. And also, so man, you're 27 and I'm not judging you, but you haven't taken a risk yet and everything stayed the exact same. So you can't really change your, I don't know, whatever Puff said in the Notorious movie, can't really change your environment without changing your behavior or whatever, you know. You can't change the world until we change ourselves. That one. Yeah. You got to do something different. It's clearly not been working for 27 years and it's made you feel really shitty. So maybe it's time to take a risk. It's going to suck in the beginning, but what's the other alternative? The same thing you've been doing with no results. So take a risk. You're, you'll probably get a no and it'll suck, but you know, you live to fuck bad, another bro. day. Get rejected all the time. Who cares? It's a little different when you don't. If you get speak rejected. to one woman in 27 years, one rejection is going to hurt way more than talking to 27 women in one day and they reject you. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's something wrong with him. 
at that well, point. Well, we don't know. Maybe, I just that. think like I'm not, maybe, I'm not saying I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying in, in general, if a guy is talking to women all the time, trying to have conversations, thing, and it's not going nowhere, it's something. It's you, bro. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that's his bag. He's I'm not. No, I'm not saying him. I'm just saying in general, if a guy is 27 years old and oh, he's yeah. trying to talk to girls and. It's like, all right, it might be something. That's what I'm saying. It's it's something on your end, I think, that it's it's not connecting to women where women just are not having conversations. With and you. if he's hanging with guys, I'm assuming his friends are guys. If he's hanging with guys, maybe change the spots that you go to. If you do oh, go I out, you, you I do thought you were taking us somewhere else. So did I. Thought you were saying no, maybe you change the gender you hollering maybe, at. Maybe you know what I mean. It's not your aim. It's the target. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Or maybe you know it's a spectrum now, so we're all open. Right. Everybody, we're all you know, right. now no. you can have a higher. Yeah, say so like if they have like their spots. I'm assuming higher volume. He's. A, I'm saying in the sense that I'm assuming he goes out with friends. If you're going out with friends and you're going to the same spots, and maybe if your goal is to meet someone, maybe go to spots where you might pr- meet someone rather than just like posting up at, you know, a local spot where you know it's just like you and the bartender or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Send your Switch friend over up. and say, yo, my friend trying to talk to you. That always works. Just keep shooting. Ex- he doesn't shoot. He, but know what I'm saying? Start shooting and keep go. shooting. Like, exposure therapy is the best I way like to get over. I feel like I got to give him bad advice. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, son. Yeah, it's true. No, but seriously, like, fact, though. exposure therapy, if you're afraid of rejection, like, everybody gets rejected. Hot girls get rejected. Like, it happens. I almost got, I almost had that type of, like, fear of talking to women, like, instilled in me early. Maybe it was like 19. I tried talking to a girl. And she was like, which one is the first fuck? time you talked to a girl? No, I was like 19. And I just happened to try to talk to a girl at a party one day. And she was like, what do you want to do? You trying to fuck me? Almost fuck. I, it almost threw me completely off. You I didn't had, know what to answer? I didn't know what to say. I'm looking at how I'm stuttering and shit. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, ideally. Yeah, like yeah, I, really, yeah. yeah, but you know, you gotta have the conversation <laughs> yeah. first. Like I have to have at least have to talk to you first. But it was just so I weird for a girl just for your personality. Yeah, it's just so weird for a woman to just throw that out there. Like it throws you off. Like, like now I would be like, I'm cool. <laughs> like, like, there's no like nervous. I would be like, nah. Actually, I do not. Like if a woman would say that now, you trying to fuck me? No, I'm actually not. But That's, you were before she asked you if you were trying to fuck her. Like now. No, yes, like now. Before you oh, yeah. walked, oh, when you walked yeah, up to the girl, you well, were trying yeah, to fuck but her. You need to know. But when when she asked you, "Are you trying to fuck me?" You don't like that question, so now it's well, no, I'm not just, trying to fuck anymore. Little... I have to def- I have to defend men here because these guys. Will... Every time we approach a woman, does not mean we want to fuck them. Oh no, I, that's not. Is that what it sound like I was saying? That's not what I was in this scenario. No, oh, don't no. fucking point your white finger that's at me. That is what he was alluding to. Everything. Every time I try to talk to a girl, I'm trying to have sex with her. No, we're talking about in regards to what you said when you were 19 to the girl. Oh. To now. Oh, yeah. When I was 19, I was definitely always trying to... Any girl I was talking to, I was trying to have sex. Percentage-wise, sure. Maul, of the women you approach, how like, many are you trying to fuck? Now? Yeah. Zero. Uh, he was asking now. Uh, Not even on some, like, DM shit. I mean, like, in person. Like, if you meet someone or at a bar or whatever and you go up... I feel like you're doing that with... You wouldn't have engaged if at some point I think, you wouldn't I think be when you get older, you obviously know when you're attracted to somebody. Like, you could see a woman and know she's attractive and, you know, she, she's a woman that... You're attracted too, but I think you've you know enough now as an adult that it's not oh it's not always just a sexual thing. It's like obviously you're beautiful. Um, Thank you. But then what? It's like you know what I mean. Like it's like but then what? Outside of that, the older you get, like that's where I'm at now. It's like yeah, she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, but I'm not trying to have sex with her. I'm not speaking to her right here in hopes of having sex with her. No. Does she have a car I can borrow? 
So you can go to the girl you're going to have sex with. To the girl I really want to yeah. have sex with. <laughs> well, then, yeah, then that's a progressive Is it a luxury man. car that I can get more women with? Oh, that's, that's, that's a, those are the years right there. <laughs> you met a girl with good credit? Oof. <laughs> Love those. Well, we didn't really help him out. Yeah, I, we, we did. did. He's got to right, hang out within the Figure community of things that you like, the things that you're into, and talk to women. Damara said her language. DMs are open, too. I think she mentioned 2024, they're open. I don't think, she said, I don't think she said that at all. And yeah. you can't spell DM without Damaris, but that's a whole other conversation mm. for another day. You can't. I guess that's true. You can't. You can't guess that it's true. It is true. It's true. Yeah. Well, Rory's figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, carry the one. Yeah. Do we have yeah. another voicemail? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Do you guys want to do another one? Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> you got it? Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, let's start the year off with a couple. Here's a good one. Oh, God. Hey, guys. My name is Luck McGee. Um, my <laughs> wait, wait. Is, no, no, no. What the nigga name is? You're not going to just get off Luck McGee like that. <laughs> Your a, name is Luck it's a very McGee. very traditional Who? and common Irish name. It's, I think you're being a little Luck racist. Luck is like a real first name. Of the Irish. You and Irish are very narcissistic. Na- his na- that's not his name. His name is Luck. in his email. That's Luck. not his name. No, it's actually the opposite of narcissism because we know our abilities can't get us anywhere. So anything good that happens is luck. Oh, okay. Well, now that you put it like that, I'm sorry. See, I can carry the M. Yeah, you can. Okay, Luck McGee. <laughs> Sounds like a bad a Adam Sandler character. Who, who's fairly popular locally. Friend. And he doesn't follow, back, follow me back on any social medias, but he follows all, our, all of our other friends back. My question is, is that... Immature if I bring it up or if I if I feel a certain way about it. And I got Thanks. news for you. Yeah, uh, Luck McGee, I would just unfollow that friend. Yeah, your luck ran out, buddy. Yeah. He's asking why a man's not following him back. But it's his friend. He said he's a good friend of his. He's, he's a, locally he's popular. He follows all of the other friends in the group, but not him. I keep that one to myself. Ah, just unfollow him. No, why you got to unfollow me just because I unfollow If we're friends you. and you follow all of our other friends except me... It's either a conversation where I'm like, yo, what's up, fam? Like, this is my friend. He said his friend. He didn't say God. He That's knows. That's what I'm saying. Are y'all friends, friends, or y'all cool? All right, so when you got to question that, unfollow him. You got, all right. Y'all not picking apart this sentence. He started with he's lo- locally popular. That's yeah. just not a weird red flag to y'all from Oh, no, rich. I have mad red like, flags, but I don't. following me back on Instagram. He was like, yo, he's really popular. He's like, he's at cool, the, guys. At the local Applebee's. So like the local Applebee's. <laughs> it's the neighborhood bar where everyone they put it in the sign. What is locally uh popular? What does that mean? I'm trying to think cuz generally if you're popular in New York, you're kind of popular in a lot of places. Like I'm trying to think like big fish small pond. Mm. I'm thinking like a small offshoot city. So like people that I went to high school with that were popular in like Albany. It's like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. But you're probably popular now. You're probably popular to the people in Albany. I'm not. Mm. No, I'm talking about like, but like, but I'm I'm here. I'm talking about like people that don't leave these small cities mm-hmm. or these small towns. Mm-hmm. Like, I would assume they live in a small city, and this guy's cool in that city. I guess my question is, what did that have to do with his question? Well, Why did he even put that tidbit out there? I guess this because it weird. shows that weird. is weird. It means nothing. No, I guess he was trying to say like, yo, because he's locally popular and. He has probably has a lot of followers. He probably don't follow a lot of people back. He probably don't follow a lot of people oh, back. Oh, okay. So he's stingy with but the he's follow. following. It's but he's following all of the other friends. The other, like, sort of popular homies. Exactly. Got you. Okay. So it's like, what should you do? Should you approach him about it? If that's your friend, and only if that's your friend, I think you absolutely have to have a conversation with him about it. But if that's not your friend, then no. But what if Luck all of a sudden gets popular and pops on Instagram? I bet you that guy would follow him back. Okay. 
That's what I'm saying. You have to have a conversation. Like, are we friends? Like, what is your relationship with each other? Are we being once you understand honest? your relationship, then is everything's okay. Are we being honest? No one is. Listen, is he a good friend to you? That's what you need to be worried about. Is he? Nobody no, no, no. cares about that. Is, no, no, but that's what's important. Is, is he, he a, a good, good friend? friend? Yeah, because nobody you cares might, about is he a good friend? Nah, bro. You might service. have shitty content, and I don't want that in my algorithms. There's people who I'm, I don't follow my dad back on fucking. Instagram. Well, that's I, that's, I feel like that's to protect your parents. Not even. No, he follows me, but I don't follow him. There's some things I don't want to see. If I don't want to see your content, I'm not going to follow you. I don't care if you're my fucking How best friend How you don't follow your world. dad, but if you can't pay your rent, you want him to pay it? He's not the one that pays my rent. also from a different generation. Oh, the, the Instagram doesn't mean much. Yeah, like. He'll, he'll throw the check. He's not worried not about following following your him. parents, though, is crazy. That's insane. Hell, you don't follow your. Parents? I do, I do, but like, I but like to Demaris's point, like it's not like the best content in the world. It's like how many pictures of the my only dog? reason I don't follow my dad is because I he won't tell me what his account is. He won't tell me his name on Instagram. Uh, yeah, my mom claims she didn't have an IG, and then I found it. I started. I requested. I requested. <laughs> it was it was so easy to find too. I found my mom. Like, it was Instagram. like she commented on one of my friend's photos, and I was like, I mean, like no one else. I can tell by that username. <laughs> I follow my mom, but she hasn't, like, well, I requested to follow her. She hasn't accepted it yet. My but, mom's private. So you got to cut your parents' slight. They probably don't even know. Yeah, oh, she doesn't. That's yeah. why I never even said nothing. I'm just like, all right, mom, you just, you don't know how to This is That would be funny, though, holding out on paying your daughter's rent because she doesn't follow you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you'll follow me back. That's something that our generation would do to their kids. Absolutely. I would do oh, that Oh, for tomorrow. sure. Yeah, because... I was like, yo, can I get my rent money? I'm like, ah, open your phone. Yeah. Am I in your close friends yet? Yeah, tag me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be my kids' close friends, though. Ah, please. Yeah, God no. Do don't you guys not that. think it's weird that he cares this much to call? Like that's the side. I'm y'all not. ain't calling the spade a spade, but but that's because he, again, oh, he I, said I just didn't want to hit tell it. you, sir, is that he's gay. No, no, no. I, I, oh, he said that's his friend. So I'm I'm operating under that. He said that's his friend. Are you his friend though? That's why I Do said. Do he know that he's your friend? That's why I said it sounds like they need to have he a might conversation. Be like a fringe homie. You might. They got to have a conversation. He might not. You know is. Like you said, his content might be trash. He might post trash pictures. He he might be trash. Like you post the feet pics and want your homie to follow you back. Shit might not work like that. Who fo- a man posting feet pics? It happens. I feel like someone named Lucky feet pics in anime. Men don't post <laughs> feet pics in anime. Men are not posting feet pics though. Feet pics not of their feet, fool. Oh, that's see, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Do we oh. think if his friend was not a local celebrity, he would want him to follow back? No. No, that's what I was getting at this entire. No, I, that's no, where I see. this is weird. This is where it's weird to me. I think he would. <coughs> if, it, if it's your friend, how do how are y'all skipping over that? If it's your friend, you would absolutely be like, "Yo, why?" You know, even if he wasn't a local popular guy, I've met people though. It's your friend. That like, I'm cool. I guess they're not really friend friends though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's your friend, you absolutely want your friend to follow you on social media. That's not a hard thing to figure out. That's your friend. We only talk about if that's your friend. Oh, well, does maybe. Maverick Carter follow you back? I don't know. Like, are you upset about that? That's not my friend. Oh, I thought. I don't know. Terry Crews follow you back. Just, just putting friends Who? on you. Terry Crews. Do you think Terry Crews is my friend? You think? Wait, no. You think I follow Terry Crews? <laughs> What's wrong? Are with you, you and Draymond Green team follow back? I don't follow Draymond Green. But you expect him to follow you? No. Oh, okay. See, look how, look how look how fast we clear that up. Now, if you're my friend. Yeah, I'm gonna wonder why you're not following me back. My friends, I'm talking about like my real friends. That's a fair question to ask. You like, yo, why are you not following me? Okay, mm. well, what if? Wait, what? We're in a jam now. Oh, Julius Randall thirty just opened up his Instagram. Went to following. Only mutuals I have here is Champagne Poppy and Wale. 
What? what? But Julius unfollowed a bunch of. He was following nobody like last month before the season. Sixty five. Now you're not top sixty five. You're saying. not in the six. You're not in the close sixty five. You That's think he crazy. likes Wale's albums more than your friendship? <laughs> uh probably. <laughs> Now, Marco, go home and call Julius. You dead ass wrong, Rory. Not. You think I'm gonna call Julius? And Yo, ask the why fact not- that Julius follows Skechers and doesn't follow Maul is hilarious. He's not he even signed, signed with Skechers. Yes, he is. Yeah, all right, he is. My bad. <laughs> what are you talk about? All right, come on. You're definitely more of a friend than Jordan Swenson. Who? I don't even know. I don't exactly. Know that Poor Jordan, a- if you're listening, agent. <laughs> his agent. He doesn't even really like Isaiah Thomas like that. The Rory basketball is. player. <laughs> Rory, you see Rory starting. He follows Jay Z. It's not even a real account. Oh yeah, I might have to call. That him. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna be like, yo, fam, you following Hove and ain't following me? Yes, that might be him right there. Hold on, hold oh, no, on, damn. He's kind of got like the most loyal. Like, if I'm his wife, I'm looking at his following list. Like, damn, he's loyal. First yeah. of all, first of all, R.J. Barrett's not even on the team anymore. Hmm. That is true. He might have done follow. All he follows is like his teammates, the Knicks, Skechers, and Drake. This actually appears like a social media manager just created. His, he follows WME Sports. Come on. Hey, great. Who is running his account? So I, I can understand why I, he's not following me anymore. But at one point he was. Well, all right. You Michael really think Rubin. he's into Jimmy Fallon's feed? <laughs> Yeah, That's nah. like, you know, when you create your Instagram <laughs> yeah, nah. and they put up all the you should follows, yeah. all the recommended. That's like he just went down the line. Well, didn't Jimmy Fallon and Aaron Rodgers have some words? <coughs> Aaron Rodgers said that Jimmy Fallon was supposed to be on the Epstein list. He <laughs> said that about uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, sorry. Yeah, and Kimmel clapped back pretty quickly. He said he's going to sue him for defamation of character and all this shit. But then what if, he's, what if he is on the list, though? He's not. I mean, the list got moved, but even the people that came out on it said that they were just associates with no criminal behavior. So how could you even file for defamation when the list is saying it's not criminal? You just you're suing for being on a list. So they pushed the list back, like they pushed the Kanye album back. Um, uh, January twenty second, I believe. January twenty second, the, the both, list both is dropping. The Kanye album analyst. The Kanye album is pushed back until uh, never. Yeah, never. I think the thirty first. No, it's as of right now. There's no date. For real? Mm-hmm. I thought they, wow. they pushed, they had, I think, January 12th, and that got pushed uh, to we don't know when. Okay. So I think you said that was going to happen. Yeah. No, I remember you. I, I said think, it, that the album was not coming out. I think somebody, I I remember somebody saying that, that they didn't think the album was coming that out. That shit is not coming out. It's not coming out. I it hope sucks. it does. It's don't get me music. wrong. I hope it does, but that shit's not coming out. See, he posted a picture on his Instagram of his uh, wife and said, no pants this year or something like that. I'm on board. You have on pants right now. Yeah. For her not to wear pants, and I, I'm team pants. But you don't want Kanye's wife to wear pants. Well, she doesn't want to. Let her. That's right. But Free you said you're on board. Like you agree with that? Yeah. If that's what she wants to do, women empowerment, go for it. Hmm. It's funny. Oh, you're empowering women in 24. I've yeah. been empowering women. <laughs> Have you? I tried to take a woman into my home in the beginning of 23. Whoa. See. See how consensually. Fast. See how fast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You try to take it to your home. Try to house. Was she awake? (laughs) Is she she okay? I'm at. These are questions I need to ask because they just say, "Yo, he he told you on camera." You just (laughs) yeah. Now you sitting here like I didn't even know he met. Yeah, no, I'm asking. I'm asking a question. Well, Kanye stopped wearing shoes and like was wearing those sock thingies. Now no pants. He said abolish steps. Yep. I'm just not a genius. I don't see the vision yet, but I'm sure we'll all get there eventually. I Um, just think it's funny that he was upset the way Kim was dressing at one point. I mean, you know, because of God. And now his wife is just literally wearing a slingshot over what? her nipples. <laughs> yeah, what is that? I just don't. That's just not. That's not fly to me. I, 
I know I'm not like, you know, just cat, cat tried to tell you about the rituals. He did. You didn't want to see him. Yeah, he did. But this is nuts. All right. This this was cool. Let's let's get to Patreon because I want to talk about not only the Epstein list, do you want to talk about the cruise that's gonna happen for I think nine months? It's a nine month cruise. Yep. Started three weeks ago. Wanna get into that? A nine month cruise? Um I promise I won't bore anyone with more lists, but I thought the Rolling Stone top hundred R and B songs of the century was really interesting. Um and then we have to get into the the guy attacking that judge in Vegas because that was fucking crazy. He's cooked. What he's an athlete. Never, he's never coming home. It was like a high jump. Never coming home. Very athletic. Yeah, I mean, that's I want to know how much time he was facing for the crime that he was in court for. A month, probably. Idiot. <coughs> we'll see you over at Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash New Rory Mall.